Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Circle UK Season 3 recap podcast for Rob Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me this week to talk through all the happenings in the Circle is Puya. How are you doing, Puya? I am doing great. This season has been great. This, this week got me in my feels quite a bit, but there are two people whose camps I'm in. And their names are Saeed and Manrika, and their backs must hurt because they're literally carrying the show on their backs. And it's been phenomenal to watch it play out. All right. Also with us this week is Rowan. How you doing, Rowan? I am absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful to be surrounded by people who share the same opinions as well, because mm-hmm. Saeed and Manrika, oh my God, they are carrying this show and I'm loving, loving watching it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also joining us this week is Mari. Mari, how you doing? Hey guys, uh, I'm here. I just want to introduce myself. I am the captain of the Manrika Defenders Army. So uh, it'll be all Manrika all day here. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, But this has just been a stellar season. Like, really, really good. Um, Some, I have some gripes. But other than that, I'm so excited to talk about this week. This week was bananas. Bananas indeed. We are here to talk (laughs) about the third week of the Circle UK season. Three. Uh, this is all the way up until episode 15, I believe. Uh, 15 mm-hmm. is the latest episode. So if you're not caught up to episode 15, uh, that, uh, that is what we will be having spoilers for. Uh, until that point, um, this is definitely not the finale podcast. Uh, <laughs> so if there were for some reason, uh, reason to believe that it might have been, uh, do not worry. This is not that. Uh, we are at episode 15 here and, um, we're going to talk about this week because what a week indeed. Uh, (laughs) we kick off the week. Uh, if you do not recall at the end of last week, um, Manrika had, 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 uh, just pulled the knife out of Tally's back. Um, (laughs) and Tally was on her way to see Manrika to, uh, to talk with her. This was a very nothing interaction though this was this didn't give me anything uh manrika w- uh, was kind of like i feel 
partially responsible um but did not really admit to the fact that, like she was the one that got in andy's ear about blocking uh tally and uh and all of that so um overall this was uh, this didn't really do much for me Pia. yeah i mean honestly it was at the end of the day they were happy to see each other happy to see each other were real this was a genuine friendship that they had hit and Within minutes, Tally was like, nope, every, I, I, you know, I back you up. Everything's fine. It's all good. I love you. I appreciate you. Go get this. You deserve the win. Tally was a very good sport coming out of this week. And um, it was great to have that energy lead the week because <laughs> I'm telling you, not everyone was a good sport. This week, okay. Full stop. <laughs> yes. Um, Vith, we do hear from Vith and that he feels a little weird that Manrika didn't seem to care about Tally's blocking in the circle chat. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's so funny because I, it feels like in the circle that like all the signs are there that like everyone should see that Manrika is, uh, is, doesn't particularly care about who her friends are. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it seems like it, it mostly goes unnoticed until, uh, until that person is, is on their way out the door hero. <laughs> Well, that's exactly it. Now, just briefly going back to the Manrika and Tally, the the geezer girl party, uh, Mm. as we should call it, I had high expectations. Taryn, as you said, Tally has got a knife freshly stabbed in her back. (laughs) I wanted her to rip it out and start swashbuckling at uh, Manrika. It just didn't happen. And it didn't happen because I think often with a lot of things, it takes something being removed for you really to appreciate that it's missing. Tally is a damn ray of sunshine in a sometimes gloomy, gloomy world. And she may have been loud and she may have played up for the cameras, but she brought such good, positive vibes. And I've been slightly missing that this week. And if, we you, are, if you ask me yeah. week one, would you miss Tally? I'd be like, hell no, Tally. She's not bringing gameplay. She's not bringing much strategy. I miss her good vibes. What can I say? It's interesting you say that. I do feel like I've seen some sentiment that like uh, some people, some people are souring on the season because it just feels so negative all the time. It's just, it's just so heavy. Uh, we don't really have some of the lightness of uh, of some of the previous seasons. Now, me personally, uh, <laughs> throw me in the dark. I'm ready to go. Uh, but um, but I I can see I can see that like we you don't have the sort of like the Tim uh, in there with um, I forget I forget the 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 oh, Woody. Woody Woody yeah, yeah. the Tim mm-hmm. and the Woodies like uh, kind of like lightening the mood a like the Tim Woody versus the uh, Sammy like uh, that was great they were you had both yeah. of them there right. Um, and you had like, uh, like even, you know, you had, um, in season one, there were some people who were a little negative and some people who were kind of positive. Um, and so, uh, I think this season it's, it really has been, uh, like Manrique is just dominating this game right now. Um, yeah. and, uh, and her sort of energy has sort of, uh, has, has dominated the, the, the whole structure of the season mark. But I, I, as the Manrika defender, I really, so when, when we go back to Manrika and Tally's, um, them uh, seeing each other, I think the reason why it was so good vibes is even when Manrika said that she was accidentally behind getting her blocked, I genuinely think that was an accident. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. Yes, Manrika, um, told Andy, like she was confused as to why Tally was 
going so hard with Gemma and, and put the, the the seed in there. But Andy was the one who ultimately blocked her over Dot, over Nana Dot, who everybody, come on now. We all know that's a catfish. I don't believe they this for a it. second, Mari. So, not a second. She knew exactly what she, there's a reason she voted for Andy and not for anybody else. I I don't know. So I, I, but I will say that the genuineness of their friendship is what, what really mattered. And I think that's why Tally wasn't upset because people are saying that Manrika is using people. I really don't think that. I think Manrika is so good to get along with. She gets along with a lot of people. And this is how I can imagine me playing like Big Brother. Like I can get along with anybody. I love meeting new people. I love making new friends, but you do eventually will have to start picking who are you closer with. And I think that's just what's happening with Manrika now. And I don't think that we can just throw away all of her friendships and be like, oh, no, she's just doing this for the show. She's just using people because I really don't think that I really do think Manrika makes these genuine connections that she is um, OK with cutting at, at a win. And I don't I don't fault her for that. I don't find that fake. I think she is not fake. And that's what that's what draws me to her. She, she is not, she is not fake. She really does like to connect to people, but she also realizes that this is a game. She realizes that only one person wins at a hundred thousand dollars. And I don't think I can, I personally can't fault her for that. And I, I just love seeing them together. I, I, if they start like a YouTube where they just like go out and like these gals on the town, I would watch it. I'd watch it in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. So see, I, from my perspective, I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Mara, I feel like you've been fooled by Manrika. I feel like she's got you just like she's got everyone in the circle. That's, I think that's what that's, that's a Puya. Are, are you, where, where do you stand on this? Cause I, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued here. Manrika is the smartest person to have ever entered the circle in my opinion she i don't for one second i i i'm with you mari like when i play these games when i talk to people every day i'm genuinely trying to get to know them but i'm also i know it's going to help me down the line i think that if anything the minute tally went out the window a lot of people thought, wow, she just let her best friend leave. That's a big mistake. That's going to be a problem. But she was already three steps ahead of everyone. She locked in the two new people, mm-hmm. had them in her corner. That's been evident with the last two ratings and the last two blockages. And then yep. two new newbies come into the circle and boom, she's already got them wrapped up. Literally, if you look at it at the end of episode 15, you're, there is not one person, in my opinion, who wouldn't put uh, Manrika in the top three in the ratings not exactly. one person she knows exactly what she's doing but I do think the way she speaks like screams authenticity to everyone mm-hmm. that's hearing it so whether she's full of it or not every single person who's leaving these messages is like oh my god I need Manrika's precious I need her protected like she's great and and it's phenomenal to see because she has a duality in her where there's moments where she's clearly like that's nonsense. That's BS. I don't like it. I don't approve of this behavior. But then she'll do the same thing like two conversations later to someone else and do it so well that she believes what she's selling. They believe what she's selling. And it's it's just phenomenal to see. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel about it, is that mm-hmm. I, I feel like she is very expert at fooling others because she's very used to fooling herself when it comes to her own motivations. Um, Mm. And I think that uh, when it comes to like the tally situation, she, she tells herself over and over, I feel a little bit responsible, feel a little bit, but I, you know what? I don't feel too bad because of X, Y, Z. We're going to get to another situation later in the week. 
with Vistan. Uh, you know, it's all his fault if you think about it. Um, we're going to get to a situation with Andy where she admits earlier that he's her biggest competition, but then drops that line of reasoning and goes to, well, it's really because he did this little thing in the group chat. And that's why, that's <laughs> why, that's why, even though she had already rated him lower, she convinces mm-hmm. herself that she has these other reasons. Um, but, uh, but, but that, and that's what makes her such a compelling character, I think, mm-hmm. is that, she is she is so expert at at manipulating people uh, in this game, um, and uh, and it's 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 so interesting to watch. Rowan, I mean, gameplay aside, while we're on this sort of like holding Manrika up on a pedestal, which frankly I think that we should. I think she's the queen of the circle. But gameplay aside, we need to appreciate Manrika's narrating ability. She has this sort of lack of a filter, which honestly makes for such compelling reality TV, yeah. while a lot of people are quite concerned about their sort of public image, about what people might think of them, about slipping up here and there, and something that I think maybe was a symptom of Vithin's game going awry this week. She mm-hmm. just has this complete and utter openness, which I find so refreshing and so fun. And that's why I say I, you can tell when she's being fake, because in her chats, when she originally was chatting with Andy and Vithin, she's like, oh, I love this chat because I don't even have to think this is amazing. You can you know, what I'm saying she you can tell when she's being fake and she'll tell you she's like, oh, OK, this is a girl's tact. This is completely tactical. That's why I say that's why I say it's not it's not fake in a sense that when she is when she is being tactical, she is telling you she is being tactical and you can just see it on the mood for when she's in those chats now again she's you she she'll say oh i don't believe this but let me put this that is her playing it that is her playing a game but those people that she was for like saeed uh andy before episode 15 i agree with you on that one taryn taryn the the, her turning on andy is the only thing that i'm like okay girl you just say you want to you want to get him out for the game but um just like those other those other relationships are really genuine and she just does not have her dance card is full and you no longer serve her her purpose Vithin did not serve her purpose anymore because she had the two new players and she had uh the even newer new new players and Vithin himself was doing nothing to get him higher in the ratings like you can only save somebody in that eighth or last position but so many times before people should start looking at you crazy and that's just that, that's my opinion about um you know what Manrique is doing because I again half uh UK would not like me on Big Brother because that would be my emo du jour I would be like I love everybody I get along with people if I don't get along with you you'll know but it, you are my friend until I do not need you anymore yeah that's something like- that we need to address as well <laughs> is that Manrika is getting a seismic like off the scales level of hate on Twitter right now right frankly all the haters tears they taste delicious <laughs> we love them we love that and we are not going to represent a large majority of Twitter's opinions yeah. on this that's um but frankly yeah, go and watch another, another TV show because Manrika is an absolute <laughs> star and maybe she's just shining too brightly for you yeah, yeah, I mean, this is what reality TV is, guys. Uh, this is this. Maybe you wouldn't enjoy interacting with Manrika in real life, but uh, that does not mean that she deserves your hate. Uh, like uh, she has done nothing beyond just uh, she, she's she's a nothing that is uh, that is like uh, problematic in any serious way. Uh, she's playing a game 
She's uh, manipulating people. She is, uh, whether she's being hypocritical, manipulating herself, manipulating other people, it's all just in the realm of the game. And it does not uh, warrant a, a, a colossal amount of, uh, of abuse um, for her to be receiving online. No, not mm-hmm. even a little bit. She's playing. She's playing hard. She's playing well. They put 100000 in there. Everyone should play like they want that money. She wants that money. She's doing whatever she can to get it. And here's the, the here's the thing, right? This is a message to all the Manrika haters. You're going to get yours because she is still so blinded by this Felix catfish. Oh, she still has yeah. no idea that's happening. And that's going to pay its weight in gold. OK, so you're going to get a little bit of that. See, Manrika, even if that's what you're looking for. But she is literally again. Best circle player to have ever played the game. And I want to echo what Liana said uh, earlier today, where I would love to see her play big brother. I, at this point, I think Mm -hmm. she is built for those kind of games like so much. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk more about this as we go, but, uh, but the thing I am wondering about Enrique's game, and it's the same thing I wondered uh, about with, um, with, uh, with Sammy uh, last season where, um, you can like the circle is not a super strategic game, right? Uh, you can you can manipulate the game in your favor during the game, but the final rankings are so mm-hmm. difficult to game, and you actually don't want to be at the top when you get right. to the end. The person at the top has never won in the end, um, and so is this the right way to play the game? Do we think that Manrika can win using the strategy, especially because she has been taking out, uh, you know, people like Tally, who probably would have given her the first place no matter what in the end, and using the more strategic players like the new players who are just kind of trying to get any kind of in and probably would be a lot more strategic with their endgame rankings. I'm, I'm concerned that she is, you know, using all of her endgame capital to dominate the, the game up until that point. And then might be surprised at how strategic the other players are in ranking her down low. Um, uh, what do you think, Ron? I mean, that's exactly it. We are skipping forward a little bit, but I think it's something that needs to be addressed. Gameplay-wise, it's a really, really hard thing to play correctly, the circle. I don't think we really have yeah. seen it played perfectly in the history of the show. Nope. But... If there's anything that the 22 long, long years of watching British reality TV has taught me <laughs> is Manrika's not winning. Yeah. Manrika's not winning. And you can, exactly. for all the Manrika haters out there, you're going to win in the end. It's fine. Right. Just let us have this. Let us enjoy the journey. <laughs> Please let us love, love this villainous little queen that we have because she's not winning the game. I have watched British reality TV for 22 years. I can't think off the top of my head. Of a of someone who has received a villainous edit and then gone on to win, and that's, I can't remember. That's what I wanted to ask you, Rowan, because oh, I was very it, interested in because I mm-hmm. know that this like I was wondering if 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 villains tend because again the the Circle UK used to be aired live. The last two seasons they aired it live. There wasn't really an edit to it. Um, having right. watched the Circle US, where there was it was pre-taped in that one. Uh, the winner of that season was made out to be a hero. Everyone's supposed to like this guy. Um, so this season, the first season of the UK where it has been pre-taped and it's all edited. Um, and, uh, I was curious to know, like, would, like, would they, would they edit somebody like Manrika in this way? Although I don't know how you edit around what she's doing. Um, but like, uh, but they definitely have leaned into it. 
would she be edited this way if she was the winner? Because I think that it would it would cause quite a stir if she won. Um, and I don't know. And maybe that's a good thing. Uh, mm. But I don't know if they if they have if they have the uh, the the uh, the audacity. The audacity. That's uh, the circle players uh, watchers <laughs> won't get that reference. But I don't know if she'll have the uh, they'll have the audacity to make that happen, Ron. Uh, I don't know. It would take for some real, real sort of genre defining, at least here in the UK, it would be, it would be remarkable. It really would. It would go down in history as probably one of the most controversial wins in reality TV show history. And I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it because that is a a U-turn. That is reality TV going down a new path that I think it needs to go down. I've, I've seen enough. I've been on a reality TV show. I've seen it firsthand of these people because the edit that uh, the edit that the winners receive then goes on to affect the people that appear on these shows. And mm. I've seen it firsthand that people go on these shows and just try and be a knight in shining armor. Mm-hmm. And they're only concerned with their sort of public appearance after the show. They're only, a, uh, they're only concerned with being the hero from start to finish and they're not playing the game. They're not living in the moment. They're not living the experience. So Yeah. I'm all Team Manrika because not only would it be just a fantastic cherry on top to this story, to this series, but I think it might actually have a drastic on, a, effect on what's to come. Uh, Rowan, didn't did Stephen, didn't Bear win the UK circle? Like, uh, sorry, UK Big Brother twice? Did he win twice or just once? He won twice. I'm not, not a UK twice. Big Brother expert. He certainly won Celebrity at least yes, once. At well, least those, once. Those air live and are fan yeah. voted, right? So yeah, They are fan voted. But he was a villain <laughs> and he got the fan vote. But I, like I watched and he was a villain and people yeah. loved him and he won. And I, I It's mean, true. I, I think I get the impression that maybe, I mean there's really no questioning it. We're all aware of the sort of reality TV universe. He's a villain outside of TV. He's not a great person. On the TV show, I can't quite remember it because it was a while ago. I think he might have got a sort of like mischievous prankster sort of edit. Not like an evil dick from Big Brother, like uh, where he's a sympathetic villain. Exactly. Exactly. I I don't know that we're getting a sympathetic villain from Enrica edit. Not at all. Yeah, Yeah, not at all. I can think of one other, um, well, two other instances in the UK where like the villain is one for celebrity uh, for Big Brother UK. The only season I've watched top to bottom was the season Helen one, and she was the worst. She was basically given like early on, she got a pass to the final, so she was guaranteed to be there, and she was just her raw, horrible self all the way to the end. Gets to the final two, wins against I want to say Ashley. Uh, wins in the public vote but then the other thing is well we just Taryn, we just watched celebrity circle i would argue that big nasty was uh, like the the non-hero of that story based yeah, on saffron but, and everything that went down there but it was also a six episode arc so like it's a quick open and shut i feel like thing. other than the saffron thing which obviously they can't edit out <laughs> uh big nasty was like portrayed to be pretty fun and mm-hmm. like you're supposed to like her right um yeah. but like uh i think they especially given how she went in on saffron who's like the most innocent person there uh <laughs> they could have leaned into that probably a lot more yeah right well like 
I feel like with Manrika though, I, you know, the whole, she, we've seen the story unravel with her, with her dad, like talking about her Mm -hmm. dad, the separation there, the redemption there, how she's playing for her mom. And then like the Saeed of it all, like Saeed is really breaking his back, trying to give Manrika all the positive points to be edited in. He's like, (laughs) this is her. You have to put this in the footage now because me and Manrika are talking. You have to put this in there, which (laughs) by the way, if I'm a, Say I I've called the winner from last year. I I think Saeed's got this. I really do. I think so too. I I, I don't see a world where because like you know we've talked about the 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 flaw with the ratings at the end. You know the flaw that allows someone like Patty mm-hmm. who's new just gets the victory at the four right now. Saeed is someone who everyone loves. Perfectly has not placed. been getting back to back to back to back to back influencers, which is great great place to be. And mm-hmm. again, I just feel like they keep showing me a little too much of. Listen, even if he's a catfish, I love him. Like they've just allowed him. They're like, we love him. We don't mm-hmm. we don't care if he's a catfish. And I feel like that is something that to me is in its own way game changing and groundbreaking for the circle. Because for as long as the circles existed, people care way too much about who the catfishes are. Saeed is yeah. the only person on the show so far. Like if I were watching Survivor, especially, you know, like ten seasons ago or so, like he has had zero negative content. It is mm-hmm. anything that we've seen from Said has always been in a good light. Um, you know, he's seen to be smart. He has good reads. He's kind. He's funny. Um, nothing. He's done nothing bad. Uh, the worst thing he's done is doubted Vithin, and then he felt really bad about it. Uh, and then he was like, "Oh, maybe I was. Maybe I was right about it." Um, and so, like, uh, so like, uh, if if there is an edit in that way, I could definitely see that happening. And yeah, I think you're right. He is well placed as well. He's never really uh, been uh, at the top. Um, he's also not at the bottom. He, people who are suspected catfish, but people don't really care, um, tend to not like. I think when you get to the end ratings, you're like, well, he's he's a catfish. People know he's a catfish. They're not going to rate him too high, so I can safely rate him up there. That's exactly mm. what happened with Kate in season one. So um, I, I think I think uh, I, I'm kind of with you here. Booyah. I mean, I he is it. he is an OG member of the sort of circle squad, yeah. but you've got to say he's got a lot of TV time, a lot of screen time. I can't remember him really having a lot of decision power. I can't remember him playing a super, super pivotal role sort of in the narrative of the of the show, which probably gives give some validity to his winner edit. Like they're really not, not forcing him on the viewers because frankly, give us more Saeed, shovel Saeed content (laughs) down our screens. We love it. But he hasn't had a huge part to play in the narrative, but he's still there almost every single episode. Yep. All right. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's rewind a little. um, Because uh, there's going to be, there's a whole Gemma saga remember that we need to get through um where uh so first of all manrika is mad at manrika apparently believed that felix actually wrote the message that vithin wrote about this relationship going too fast and genuinely was upset about it and didn't want to talk to felix uh this manrika felix relationship is i think what makes manrika work as a villain so well because Mm -hmm. while she's being this villain and masterminding the entire uh, a circle uh, apartment complex. Um, uh, she is 
currently also being made a complete fool of by Felix. <laughs> um, and that that comeuppance, I think, that anticipated comeuppance is definitely uh, very, very exciting. Uh, the, the, the Manrika Felix meet is something that uh, I cannot wait for. Um, it is going to be so juicy. Um, but, uh, she does end up talking to Felix and they cleared up. Felix says, of course, I didn't say that. Oh, he didn't say it. Screw Gemma. Can't believe she did that. Um, and so, uh, Gemma is going to feel like, uh, he feels like he's in a bad spot here. James, AKA Gemma. And he's going to make a questionable decision, uh, (laughs) here. He's going to admit to Andy that he is a catfish. Um, He's been thinking about it since Andy had asked him the other day, and he feels like he needs to make this Hail Mary play and admit that he's a catfish. And and man, did this week feel like uh, Groundhog Day, because uh, we're going to get a very similar storyline in just a few episodes. Um, But uh, but here he goes. He admits to Andy. He says, I am. uh, My name is. Hi, I'm James. You may know me as Hunter from Gladiator. Uh, and Andy is like, I can't believe you didn't say this the other day, but <laughs> this means my game plan is working. He's very proud of himself for getting a catfish to reveal. He feels very like, he feels like I did this. Um, and, uh, and po- poor James is like getting emotional over like, oh, it feels good to finally like be, be able to be like open with somebody and, and they're being accepting. Um, but, uh, but Andy doesn't like this. Andy, Andy is not into this. He says his whole thing is that he doesn't want a catfish to win the circle. Um, and uh, and overall, Andy is going to have a, a very negative reaction, Mark. Yes, please. OK, guys. All right. So James and Gemma. James slash Gemma. I'm sorry. I'm about to go in. I, I apologize in advance. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I am I've watched every single I've watched every season of the circle, including the French and the Brazilian ones. Um, I love the catfishes. I, I, I root for the catfishes more than I root for the real people. Um, but this was the one time that I, I really did not like the catfish. I like I've said before, I have been I'm a, I was a frontline worker for COVID. I was on the front lines to the point where I had to find another job to be off of the lines to make sure that my family was safe. And I did not appreciate that he catfished as a nurse from the NHS and used COVID as his um, story. Not because like we've seen so many catfishes, we've seen people gender swap, we've seen stuff like that. Um, But this experience is very unique. Like this is a global pandemic. They happen once every hundred years or so. And this is not um, a single mother. You know, this is not a single mother. People are raised by single mothers. Single mothers are are a a plenty. You know what I'm saying? This isn't me going on as a man and it's just me, but as a man, you know what I'm saying? This is using an experience, uh, something that has just been tragic and using it to your benefit. And people have been excusing us. He's going to give the money to the NHS. He's going to give the, I, I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care your intentions. I don't, I don't care. You still are using a something you do not know. He says that, Oh, I have 
a cousin that's a nurse. This is something that has been very, very traumatizing to a lot of frontline workers. And he knows that he doesn't know it because he's constantly trying to pivot away from it. And I did not appreciate this. And that's my, this is my opinion, just because like, I, like I said, it's just a sensitive, a very sensitive topic for me. So I, I didn't like it. I didn't like him. I The assassin thing was hilarious. I, I love that aspect of it. I, I was, <laughs> that was funny to watch, but I just don't, I didn't like him. I didn't care. I didn't care if he was going to give the money to the, to the NHS because uh, uh, hell, the road to hell is paid, paid with good, good intentions. And um, when, uh, when he, when he he ends up meeting Manrique, I'm sorry if I if I'm jumping a little he- ahead there. I just did not like that exchange at all. How dare you get on your high horse and 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 say, oh, it's a get it's a game now. Um, but I, I, I'm sorry, I just I I had to get that off my chest, uh, and I and I, fo- I forgot the original question, but <laughs> I just really I I really did not like uh, James or Gemma, uh, James slash Gemma, and um, I thought. Oh, I thought him telling Andy was just the equivalent of kind of like when you cheat on your partner and then you tell your partner to get clear your chest, but now your partner is sitting there stuck. Like I would have appreciated if once he told him and then he could like flip his pictures and then it'll be him. And then like, I thought that would have given him renewed life. If he could flip his pictures, he could go into the circle as himself and then tell people like, I'm sorry, guys, blah, 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 blah. I think that would have softened the blow for him. And I think that could have saved his game because people might want to be like, oh, well, let's let's try and get to know James. Let's give James some time to get to know each other. So I didn't I didn't care about him revealing himself to Andy. I, I thought it was very selfish but i did agree with him that this was his end game there was nowhere else he could have he could have gone well see i actually i actually disagree i feel like i feel like Gemma was actually in a fine place um i mm. think that i think that like manrica like most people in the circle i think that he got a little too hung up on his current position um and uh, didn't realize what a great spot he was in for the end game if he managed to survive and i think he was in a spot where he could have survived um he had people like saeed People like Andy um, who were looking out for him and Andy was still influential at that at this time. Um, I think if he doesn't out himself to Andy, Andy does not let Gemma go uh, in the influencer chat. Um, and uh, and I think that's exactly where he wants to be uh, when 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 he reaches the end game is never really coming close to influencer, but surviving to the end game, having a couple people who might who might think. Well, the money's going to a good cause. So if I'm going to throw it on somebody who I think is not likely to win and they end up winning, this is a good person to throw it on. Um, and uh, I I feel like he got desperate in a spot where he didn't need to. But yeah. yeah, he got basically one, two punched out the minute he was he became the assassin and had to spend all of his capital to get rid of Billy or like push the Billy agenda. Then the second thing is. Tally was the glue that would have kept him safe from Manrika and Tally's gone now. So Manrika easily had the, she could paint any agenda. She was, she was not a fan of Gemma before any of the reveals happened. Um, I love uh, Mari that you've shared your story here with us and it's given me a new perspective because for me, I didn't have that like fresh in the back of my head. So I've been, I was like good with Gemma James until the Manrika 
conversation. I'm like, oh, now you're showing your whole ass. This is who you really are. Can you go back to being Gemma? Because I liked you better five minutes ago. Um, but for me, and I'm about to make an analogy based on the show Prison Break because I've watched Prison Break. But in Prison Break, you know, there's this monologue about how someone who's escaped prison, that constant paranoia of getting caught is in them and it doesn't let them sleep properly. It doesn't let them eat properly. Like they're constantly always thinking about getting caught. And I think that that's something that I do see here in the circle with the catfishes where um, their guilt is part of it. Sometimes they feel guilty about being that person. But I think with him, it was very clear that his, he could keep it straight as long as he didn't think he was going to get caught. And the minute people started suspecting him and that showed up in the painting with the snake that caused him to completely unravel as a person. Mm. And he didn't know what to do with himself, which sees him do something so foolish as to literally confess to someone. Hey, um, Say so you've been successfully getting hoodwinked by a catfish for two weeks, you idiot. You've been saying you're the detective. I, I got one past you for two weeks, but now I'm on your side. Let's play the game together, which is so hard because honestly, like even if Andy was like, you know what? Gemma's good for my game. Andy's character doesn't allow him to know this and then watch Gemma be a 31 year old nurse uh, that works with the NHS in the group chat, in the general chat. And mm. I hear everyone else have that opinion. I don't think he could have lived with that the rest of the game. Andy could. So was, it, this was like, and like, here's the thing. This was a bad choice for Andy to see Gemma leave. Yes. But I think Andy just couldn't deal with that the whole way through. And it really unravels his game as well. This whole thing. But I, I think the thing there is that uh, I think that I don't think that Andy believes Saeed is Saeed. You know what I mean? No, not I, at all. Not so at all. I don't think it's a matter of like, oh, I can't watch somebody who I think is lying. I think Andy, I, I think you were right from last week. I think Andy is playing the game. I think he genuinely thought tactically this was the right move for him. Um, and uh, I, I think that like we should get into that once we get to uh, to the decision. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it was a really, really bad decision for Andy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But before we get there, we do need to talk about some of these new players. Uh, Pippa and Femi have joined the circle. Um, Pippa's uh, intro was that she is not just a pretty face. Uh, she wants to prove that she's more than just pretty. 
Um, and she loves to play poker. Uh, and the fact that she's pretty doesn't even matter when she plays poker. On the note of Pippa, <laughs> I've got to bring it up. It's been like a gripe throughout this entire series of The Circle. My God, these people cannot write interesting bios to save their life. <laughs> Pippa, I think Pippa's great. Pippa seems like a really interesting person. But her bio's like, I love food. I love traveling. <laughs> yes, Pippa, so does most of the human race. That is pretty universally liked. It's very, very generic. And then her profile picture as well. Doesn't really yes. do her any favors. It's very generic, very Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. And and we've seen time and time again where people put that like the overly done photo with the the standard Instagram bio, even if that is literally what influencers do. It's like, oh, that's a catfish. And I, I was actually surprised she didn't get that um, coming in. But I like Pippa and the the poker player thing that took me out because I'm like, how does that help you here in the circle? Like you can't. You- <laughs> she she was like, I've got to lie about being a poker player. Right. I can't let them know. <laughs> Like, uh, you're a real person in the circle. You, that, This is your advantage, is that you have things about yourself to talk about. You're intentionally making yourself more boring. Right? And it's like, you can't read their faces. You can't, you know, it, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense to hide this aspect. So, I love Pippa. She's funny. Uh, we also have Femi, who is playing himself, but, like, using his pictures, but with a different backstory that he is an immigrant, recently immigrated to the UK, working two jobs, uh, trying to support his family, um, and uh, uh, he, he said, uh, like, who, who would trash talk an immigrant? Uh, something along those lines. <laughs> um, which, like, I don't know the culture in the UK, but um, but basically, uh, basically, I think he is trying, he's basically playing himself, but with a much more extreme and, like, sob story-esque background to try and win sympathy uh here um i i haven't gotten too much from femi it's always hard for the new uh the new players to really make uh an impact or or, uh, you know an impression um but uh but femi hasn't done too much for me so far but yeah yeah femi is someone who when he came in i was like yes he looks fun i'm vibing i love him They've not given me enough Femi. And I'm speaking mm-hmm. specifically the TV show has not given me enough Femi. But he's clearly someone who I think is doing good on making some inroads with people, making progress until that one slip up, that one mention of Gladiator. And I caught it before they said it. I was yeah, like, yeah, me too. Ooh. I was like, there's no way this show from like the 90s is something that is, it seems very niche. So I was worried for him. Um, but I think it's a smart. So it's a smart spin on the story um, where you're trying to be someone who, OK, I, I just migrated. However, that does limit you on knowing slang, on knowing mm-hmm. backstory, on knowing pop culture. So you really have to be like a more bare bones, plain version of wh- whatever you already are, whatever he already is. So I was worried from that perspective that he was going to get caught, but he seems to be doing very fine with that. No problem. It was just this one glad. And it's so funny to me that the 63 year old catfish is the one who catches it. <laughs> yeah. And is now like, well, I'm going to have to do something with this. But no, I've been I think both Femi and Pippa are fine. They're fine. They're not jumping off the, the the frame for me. I'm not like losing my mind over them. But I would argue that I like they've been more compelling for me personally than Felix and Dot have been. Felix and Dot are compelling because they've been there long enough. And Felix is in this entanglement with Manrika. <laughs> Other than that, I like these two characters way better. 
Yeah, Dot is still doing nothing for me. Felix is interesting yeah. because of the positioning of where Felix is. Uh, but Dot still, yeah, does, does nothing for me. I, I can't remember a single thing that Dot has done in the game. Scott, on the other hand, I think has had some really fun moments. Scott is giving me something. Scott is giving me this sort of like he prepares food just in case someone comes to visit him. Him playing bingo or, uh, later in the week. It was <laughs> phenomenal. It was so, so funny. Uh, but Dot, yeah, not so much. But I do have to give credit, and I don't normally give them credit because I am super critical when it comes to production. We have to thank the Circle Gods for adding these newbies to at a time because I think mm. that is so, so necessary. I yeah. don't think that's something they've done in previous seasons of the Circle. I think it has to be. It has to be the norm going forward. If you just send in one at a time, they are just lambs to the slaughter. If you send in two at a time, as we've seen on this series, they have a chance. They have yeah. a chance. Yeah, they're almost they do they they outnumber the originals at this point, right? Because it's Manrique, oh, yeah. Andy, Said. That's it. Said. Wow. And that's what I, that was one of my major thoughts coming into this week too. Is like that that point where Tally went. I don't, I, well, I get why Andy, I get why Andy made that decision in a sense, like he was closer to Dot, but I agree. Dot has given me nothing. Love Scott. I love his, uh, <laughs> I love his like inner monologue when he talks and he's like, Ooh, spicy. And he, and he adds like that, but the, like in the actual strategic gameplay, all of that Dot does absolutely nothing. I think she doesn't even average one chat an episode to be quite honest <laughs> there's some episodes where she doesn't even chat with people we just see her in the game so that's a little weird to me and i i can't believe she slipped past like this this far and and to have four newbie it's four newbies to three returnees now right i think it's seven people in there that is dangerous that that's dangerous and i i'm excited i rowan i i agree with you on the production like um I do like the producers, but I did want to ask Karen. I didn't. I don't like that they're not doing some of the um, the pivotal blockings that we've seen in other um, iterations. Like, no, we haven't had an instant block. We haven't had a double blocking yet. We haven't had the, the like the secret one. I, I'm assuming that's coming up next week. I would I would hope so. And then finally, we didn't have, which I thought would have been really, it would have been perfect for this spot right now. We didn't have where the influencers voted to save. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like all of those twists, but I think that they've been doing different ones instead, right? So like mm -hmm. uh, this, this one that we're getting is that the two new players are going to choose one influencer um, yeah. and then the rest of the, the house will vote for another. I actually like this one a lot. Because yeah, it too. gives the new players more agency to to kickstart their game. Um, so uh, I do agree. Like, I, I think some of those are really fun. The anonymous one, the uh, the say the vote to save one. Um, but uh, but I don't mind them experimenting with different things. I mean, the assassin was great. Uh, mm -hmm. The 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 orange and blue tally was great. So um, if they want to keep, uh, you know, messing around and finding out what uh, what works best, uh, I, I'm 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 fine with that. Um, but uh, Peppa, Peppa, Pippa and Femi uh, are going to choose an influencer here. They choose uh, Manrika um, after basically running. They, this was the most this was the most boring section of the week for me was when they yeah. were going through the list of players of who should be influencer. And on every single person, they went, 
Yeah, I think they would make a great influencer. <laughs> All right, what about Zaid? Yeah, I think he would make a great influencer. He would make a fair decision. All right, what about uh, what about Dot? Yeah, I think she would make a great influencer. I think she would make a fair decision. Uh, like, okay. Um, and then they just, they end up with Manrika. Um, we do get a Manrika and Gemma conversation where Manrika denies having done the snake painting. Um, and then we get to some ratings uh, where um, we get uh, the, these are always sort of um, uh, telling in terms of where people are dot still rating Felix number one Felix rating dot number one um, Manrika put Felix number one Gemma number five Felix also put Gemma number five that was the last place in this rating uh, Vithin had uh, Andy at one Saeed at four Andy had Saeed at one, Gemma at five, because he's worried that Gemma is going to block him. And we'll get into that decision just a little bit later. Uh, Gemma puts Andy number one, Saeed number two, Felix number five. Uh, and Saeed puts Dot number one, Gemma number three, Vithin five. Uh, Saeed trying to play a little game there. Um, so... Uh, some, some interesting stuff here in the ratings. Ultimately, uh, Andy is going to be first. So it's going to be Andy and Manrika as our influencers here. Puya. Yeah, that is straightforward, easy decision. There's not much to add there. I want to like park down real quick. We haven't talked about him yet. And I know we will eventually. We've been watching this show for about three weeks now. I still don't know why Vithin keeps giving Andy first place. Like, I'm like, is this, was this like, because Andy was the popular choice and you're getting, cause like, I know they have the circle siblings, but circle I just bra. never saw Vithin like, you know, actively talking to Andy or speaking well of Andy, like outside of those chats. So it just never made sense to me. I didn't well, get it. I think it's like, remember that, Vith, uh, that uh, Andy's the only person Vithin has opened up to uh, in the circle about like uh, why he came and he cried to Andy. Um, and on top of that, uh, he's he's sort of said in some of his his ratings um, that he knows that Andy is already very popular. So contributing to that and knowing that Andy will protect him, um, it only it makes sense strategically for him to keep getting Andy in the top spot so that Andy can keep protecting him. If he tries to go in on somebody else who he thinks might also protect him, they're less likely to land in the influencer spot. Um, and so uh, doubling down on the Andy connection is uh, is is the right choice, I think, for Vithin. Yeah, and I think this is where Vithin put all of his eggs into the Andy basket, and it was just like, bro, you got to do something else. Like you, you, like I get it. You had you had that connection with Andy and Manrico. Why was it like episode episode fourteen or whatever? You you admit you haven't talked to Saeed in a, like a week, and like that. How do you drop the ball? like that badly where you have not reached out to even like the original people you didn't try and make an effort with the new people he's you know he says to Andy that well he says that it was because you know if somebody you like gets voted out it's wasted chats but you know you if you talk to everybody not everybody's gonna get voted out at once you know and so those aren't wasting chats and, I, and again I think this is why where I go back to um the twist uh Taryn you did you said it right like all the twists have kind of been front end like where it, it it's with the influencers and I guess they flop in a sense that even when they front end the twist we still get Manrika and Andy as the influencers as opposed to the back end twist that I had uh talked about where it's just like the race 
ratings. The you know, it, it's more of a back end, so you might get a, a majority, a, a different um, mix of who goes home in those sense. So I, it's just been sad. It's just been it kind of sucks because I, I do wish that we've seen more people have influencer than just Manrika and Andy, but that's how the, the cards have been uh, laying. And because Andy missed it once, it it was Vithin's downfall. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- this is, uh, I think, the first the first instance to uh, bring up there was uh, James did a uh, uh, like an Instagram AMA or something um, oh, that has been okay. do- making the rounds uh, in terms of the level of production interference uh, in the game really? um, that uh, he was not allowed to talk to Andy uh, to, to Vithin for uh, for like uh, weeks at a time. Uh, basically, um, he kept trying to ask production to talk to Vithin and they would not let him. Um, and uh, so it would not surprise me if some of this like, oh, Vithin hasn't talked to any of us uh, is down to the fact that the producers fully control what conversations happen and when. Uh, so uh, that is something to keep in mind. Again, when you try to watch <laughs> this show and analyze it strategically, you have to take it with a massive grain of salt that this is not Big Brother. This is not yeah. Survivor. This is not a strategic game. This is an entertainment show. Uh, and I know mm. some people will say that about Big Brother and such, but uh, this is much less of a game show than it is uh, a reality show where we're watching uh, personalities um, interact in interesting ways and they are finding any way that they can to make the most entertaining outcome, right? Uh, so it's Aww. something to keep in mind for sure, Rowan. Yeah, I would like to actually retract a statement I said uh, earlier. I said Manrika was the undoubted queen of the circle. I mean, maybe Manrika is the undoubted princess of the circle. The king and queen of the circle are the producers. They are the puppet masters. They hold all the strings. They can, I mean, especially, especially this season, it's not live. They can edit anybody how they want to edit them. And clearly, as Taryn said, I mean, I know as well from being on a British reality TV show. Yeah, the rug uh, very much gets pulled pulled from underneath you at any any time and the rules can change just like that the rules can change just in an instant yeah wow so uh so uh something to keep in mind there's more there's more uh from from james uh but we'll get to it when it's a little more relevant um so uh so andy is up there in the influencer chat with Manrika. Uh, Manrika actually uh, lies about, uh, makes up some lies about Gemma to try to convince Andy <laughs> to uh, to block Gemma. But the problem is that, uh, or it's not the problem. The uh, the thing is that Andy was already on board with taking out uh, Gemma, um, and uh, it did it did confuse me a little bit uh, that like because again I think that Andy is kind of playing games with us sometimes uh, where he's like. Well, the thing is, I can't have a catfish win the circle. The NHS is very important to me. Uh, he kind of forgot about the NHS pledge. Um, apparently, being a catfish is worse than uh, giving money to charity. Um, <laughs> but uh, but he so Andy's decision here is that he thinks that because he knows James's secret, that Gemma will try to block him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this logic to me is absurd. 
Uh, <laughs> like Andy holds Gemma's life in his hands. Uh, like he, he, uh, Gemma has trusted everything into Andy. Uh, Andy mm-hmm. has everything, everything, his entire life. Uh, Gemma in this game, um, he can crush Gemma at any time. Um, and maybe that's why he feels like Gemma will now try to take him out. But like, it just doesn't make any sense for Gemma to open up. I think the only reason Andy thinks this is because he overestimates his own power. Uh, he thinks, uh. and he talks about this a little later, his plan, his game plan in the circle is to guilt the catfish into forcing him to win the game, <laughs> right? He guilts the catfish so much that then he, Andy gets to be the winner. Um, and I think that Andy feels like he guilted uh, uh, Gemma into revealing that she was a catfish and that Gemma didn't really want to. And that now Gemma might feel like, oh, I made a mistake. Now I need to get rid of Andy to cover up my tracks. But that was a complete misread because uh, the reality of the situation is that Gemma has nothing now without Andy. And Mm. Andy desperately needs Gemma in this game, as he'll soon find out, uh, and very willingly gives up his best, best weapon in the game uh, for for no good reason. Yeah, Uh Yeah, I think that this logic well, it's not sound. It would have been sounder <laughs> if if Gemma had more of a leg to stand on without Andy. If Gemma did not just go through the assassin stuff, if Gemma did not just be was not just perceived as a snake and completely alienated and the bottom of every single ranking after that, then yes, maybe Gemma has options and maybe the Gemma will have some remorse of ah, I told Andy that was a the lapse in judgment it was a mistake in the moment let me take him out before he tells anybody that's the only time it'll work a lot but that was like five things i just mentioned that had to go a specific <laughs> way for this to make sense so to me it made no sense it was like you won you literally made someone say i'm tapping out take the championship belt and you were like nah, no i don't want the belt keep the belt like i'm, I'm gonna take you out anyway like that, I, I don't see the logic there and and again this is literally where you see Andy's game probably turn upside down. So I don't know if Andy's thing is like, oh, I'm fishing, I'm fishing. Oh, I caught the fish. All right, let's take the photo. Okay, throw the fish back in the pool. Like that's not in the water. That's kind of how he played it here. He didn't want the fish at all in the first place. He just wanted to know that he could do it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to me that Andy hadn't really thought past this step because he said all the way back in episode one, part of his intro packet, I went back to check. He said, quote for quote, one of my aims in this game is to have a catfish reveal themselves to me. I want to bond with them to the extent that they open up to me. And I got to take my hat off to him. He's done exactly that. (laughs) He predicted his own game, but then it's crazy to me that he didn't have the sort of game awareness or social awareness to then (laughs) realize like, Oh, at this point of the game, I've basically just adopted a six foot something muscly dog. Because yeah. <laughs> he's got Gemma slash James on a lead, Gemma slash James's life entirely relies on him. Not only strategically, but emotionally. James mm. is a wreck at this point in this game. He is so, like, uh, destroyed from the lying that he's doing. He is so destroyed from the fact that he's been outcast in this game that he is literally in tears as he reveals the truth to Andy. And he is, like, desperate for Andy's approval desperate for Andy to keep him. He has given Andy his entire life in the game. He is completely on the hook emotionally. Um, and, uh, and Andy's just like, 
Um, and, yeah, yeah, and I think that that goes back to what Puya was saying. Is like Andy just couldn't stomach watching uh, uh, Gemma lie in a group chat. He just he he felt uncomfortable and he didn't like it. And it just again, it just goes back to putting your emotional burden on somebody else. Like uh, James couldn't handle that emotional burden of being a catfish. He put it on Andy, and Andy was like. I'm real. I don't know. Why do I have to feel the embarrassment of knowing that he's pretending to be somebody else? Like, cause you got to think about it. Also, if he chats with Saeed and Saeed is like, Oh, I love Gemma. Gemma's amazing. And he has to sit there and be like, mm, yeah, like that's a lot to put on somebody. And I, it wasn't a good play for Andy. I'm not going to sit here and argue that that was a good play for Andy. Cause it's not, but I, I just see why he personally wouldn't want to take that burden on because he feels like he's a, a genuine player and he wants to play a certain way. Well, and, but I, I think he did want to take, cause he, again, that was his intention, right? He oh, wanted yeah. them. He wanted Gemma to admit that she was a catfish. Uh, he just so, didn't think past the <laughs> Right. So I, I really, I really, don't feel like it was i i do think it was a strategic i think that he was concerned like i think that he was like yes i got someone to admit they're a catfish me and then he started being like wait a minute what if this is another play what if this is a like what if mm. what if it was an accident what if she wants to take it back what if and he kept saying this i don't yeah he did. Uh, maybe she really isn't maybe this is another assassin thing um Which doesn't make sense <laughs> i think that i think that he was just so unsure about the situation uh, and, and so worried that like this might be some kind of play that it, like, he was just like I just don't want to look like an, a fool and it's, I yeah. just need to get rid of this guy uh, and and it, I think that was just a, a big mistake uh, for Andy's mm. game as we will talk about um, but Gemma has now been blocked from the circle uh, something that we learned is that apparently Gemma did have a very good relationship with Dot um, and when James said I would like to go see Dot uh that was the end of that sentence uh he was trying to go see dot uh and they would not let him uh they said you should go see manrika uh and he was like i would rather not do that um and they said no that is the correct ending to your story um and so at three in the morning uh he went over to go see manrika instead um and i think that probably explains uh why this conversation went the way it did uh to some degree um, but, uh, but, oh boy, was it a conversation, uh, as immediately, uh, there's a very, uh, frosty reception, um, and, um, he, he lets Menrika know that Andy did in fact know that he was a catfish, um, and, uh, then he, they get to talking about the snake painting, um, and he says, uh, he feels like, uh, she's a coward for, for doing that. Um, and she says, uh, well, well, look, look, I've had so many past experiences with, uh, with catty girls. I used to be that way. Uh, and he's like, uh, you're drawing snakes now. So clearly you're an angel now. Uh, clearly this is not you anymore. You're totally right. Uh, he says, there's a line and you've crossed it. Um, you, you, and she's like, I've been completely genuine this game. You claim you're being you and that you're being genuine, but if this is you being genuine, then what does that say about you? Um, and uh, this is uh, what what an interaction here, Puya. <laughs> Listen, if you told me someone would be both the gladiator and the most fragile person on the planet, <laughs> I would be like, "What are you talking?" Literally, this man was the gladiator. The gladiator. The, the you know, I'm amazing. I'm this and that. It took. Five minutes of a conversation but oh you drew the snake painting guess you're a snake then huh you're the snake now i'm not like it was like it was in a weird way 
him trying to in that moment be like nope everything i did was justified all the guilt i felt is gone i don't care that if people were mad at me for playing a nurse now i'm not guilty you're the real snake because you were playing yourself and you're being me and i was like Kimma, <laughs> take your ball and go home you were I've, i was fine with you you were playing this strategic that's fine the game did you a little dirty with the assassin thing but again this whole thing this was enough proof for me of, oh, this is why you want it to be the opposite of who you are. A angelic nurse fighting in COVID for a fragile big man who is now standing and towering over Manrika and yelling at her at now with context, three in the morning, three in the morning. Like mm-hmm. people are trying to sleep, man. Could you not yell at her? Maybe <laughs> like that would be nice. Before we sort of dissect the ins and outs, the rights and the very much wrongs of this argument. <laughs> We have to give credit. We have to give so much credit to it has a special place in my heart. Portrait mode. This is all because of portrait <laughs> mode. This yep. thing happened like a week ago and it's still <laughs> relevant. Portrait mode should be on every single reality TV show. Survivor with portrait mode, just mm-hmm. in the sand. Big brother with portrait <laughs> mode. Portrait mode delivers. Give it its own TV show for all I care. I love portrait mode. I love it, love it so much. But yeah, honestly, in terms of the argument, I am here for the complex social hierarchies and the strategies of the game, but we all love reality TV. (laughs) And one of the foundations of reality TV is just a really, really good argument. And this is what it is. This is exactly what it is. This This is every meetup so far has been a little bit lackluster, a little bit on the boring side. Uh, Really had high hopes for Tali and Manrika, but again, under delivered. But this was a refreshing change, both. James and Ranrika know how to make good television. Them sort of clashing horns, them clashing heads made for my favorite meetup so far. My, my favorite part about yeah. this argument is that they're both guilty. They're both yeah. just oh, as yeah. guilty yeah. in this yeah. situation <laughs> and they're both making terror like they're both making good points about each other and terrible points about themselves. Uh, it's two yes. people <laughs> who lack the sort of uh, introspection and ability to uh to sort of like uh, approach this in the right way and i'm sure that it being at three in the morning did not help with that situation mm-hmm. uh but uh but it was what made this so so fun to watch i think yeah and, and and like i said i this meetup was ridiculous and manrika manrika <laughs> she came for it she said yes i did the portrait mode and that 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 just seemed to pop off like it, it seemed like she was she was trying to extend an olive branch but then she but she was also defensive when he came in because she even she had to remember to like give him a hug and be like oh hi she was like- you know what i'm saying yeah. Like, oh, right, right. I forgot that I'm supposed to be doing like uh, the like, nice thing. But it's because they they've hated each other. Like James could get on his high horse all he wanted to, but he didn't like Manrika either. So mm-hmm. they've been battling for a while now in their separate pods. So they're face to face with each other. Well, he he did like Manrika, right? Like he believed in Manrika. That was kind of I think where he was coming from with the the snake thing because he he had yeah. trusted in her. That was like the back and forth that we were seeing. Right. Okay, that's true. Right. So, uh, but Man- Manrika didn't like Gemma. That's yes. true. Manrika didn't like Gemma at all. And right. yes. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, oh sorry. And so I was just going to say that um, they it, it tried to be cordial, but it just went, cordial went out the window after, after she admitted to the portrait mode. And then I just thought, I didn't understand where he was trying to come from with those digs at her. And she, she was, she was trying to explain herself, which like Taryn said, 
who cares? That's a dumb excuse. But the the small jabs, and then uh, <laughs> and, and then like uh, him him being like him being like, oh, so you're genuine, and so this is I don't know about that, and try and get on her. I'm like, but sir, you're a catfish. <laughs> you're you're a catfish. Catfish together today. NHS, I've already gone into that. So it's just like nobody can be on this high horse here. Like nobody. Both of you get down. Like, like, like Taryn said, you're both guilty. And I, I just loved uh Manrique saying, um, he's a gladiator, but I'm a bitch, so I win <laughs> 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 or whatever. But it was it was great. Great, great TV. Great TV. Yeah. I, I don't like I really I hope that's not I really hope that's not how it happened. I don't like this production interference stuff. I really wish I didn't know about that. That is that. <laughs> troubles me to be quite honest i don't i don't really like that um i want to run back one comment real quick he wasn't yelling okay i know what yelling is trust i know i'm on the chat like that's not yelling i know that's not yelling the the most he's yelled is when he was yelling his all caps send that was (laughs) (laughs) big letters exclamation mark big letters (laughs) big letters i I'm retracting that one part of it. Uh, but yeah, we move. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, what did interest me is that she, uh, after he leaves, she says she expe- she really expected to see a 31-year-old Bond walk through the door. Uh, because like I thought the reason she didn't like him was because she thought he was a catfish. But uh, but she actually did think that Gemma was real. Um, she just didn't like, she just didn't like Gemma. <laughs> I guess the last question I have is, I really think the assassin twist is what, is what did this. It's, it was well, a nail in the coffin because Manrique had already not liked Gemma before that, though. Okay. Okay. I, I'm just, I just think that whole feeling of being manipulated, people don't like that feeling. And for sure, I think, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like uh, Manrique took it harder than Andy once she found out uh, because I, I feel like Manrique was like, wow you really manipulated me into making that decision to block Billy. And I think ever since then with this action, she said, this girl's a liar. We saw it when Jimmo was trying to plead her case and like, Oh my God, you guys, it was so sad. I had to do it. Or my, it was my life on the other hand. Tally understood it because Tally just went through the orange Tally situation. So Tally was all on board with Jimmo. She's like, I get it, girl. It's okay. Manrico on the other hand was like, I'm not going to sit here and rub your back because you did this. Like, I, I just think that was the, I I think that was a big schism for Manrika personally. Gemma didn't know. But well, I, I think I think it was uh, it was something that she she was happy to use uh, against Gemma mm-hmm. um, because we did definitely see a lot of a lot of content prior to that of Manrika not being a Gemma fan. Um, but uh, but it did definitely I think uh, it was it was the thing that helped bond her to Felix that to be like. Now I finally and and this is really what bonded her to Felix. Now I've finally found somebody else who hates Gemma as much as I do because of this yeah. assassin thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, that that was when that was when she she decided I think she could get rid of Tally because Tally was not on board. Um, but uh, we get a goodbye message. Uh, Gemma says, "Don't trust your friends." Um, and uh, Femi says, I didn't expect to see a gladiator this morning. And uh, as Puya mm-hmm. and I discussed, uh, big slip up there. I immediately was like, oh, I don't know what gladiators is. Uh, how does Femi? Um, and uh, Saeed immediately uh, figures it out as well. Um, and then Andy is going to admit to the fact that he knew that Gemma was a catfish, which only further hurts his credibility in this game. And now he has to once he blocks Gemma. Because 
Gemma obviously is going to tell whoever Gemma went and visited, uh, which means it's going to be out there. And if he doesn't admit to it, then it's going to be out there. But it's just another reason why blocking Gemma was such a bad decision, because now (laughs) now he has to admit this thing, which is going to make people think of him suspiciously. It's also going to make them think, wow, he got Gemma to admit she was a catfish to him and only him. And then he blocked like the amount of damage this does to his game while taking out his best ally in the game is uh, is astronomical. And for as much as the sort of the blame is going to lie on this supposed, uh, you know, name dropping or or whatever it is, uh, game that they play. I think it's this um, the fact that he has to admit that he knew about Gemma that does the real damage to his game here uh before the uh, the ultimate ratings i think i think watching andy play this game uh is really interesting really interesting because it's like we've just sort of chucked a priest in there or a nun because <laughs> he's just not able to lie it, whether it's like he just wears his heart in his sleeve or where well, he might just be physically unable to lie he just doesn't do it his moral compass is well and truly there and it is sturdy while really you should be leaving it at the door as you enter your apartment He's got his one. He's holding on to it tightly. Uh, it makes it interesting. Uh, not good from a strategic point of view. <laughs> not good at all, but interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, we, uh, we do get a Saeed and Dot chat where they discuss uh, Saeed's suspicions on, fem- on Femi. They question Femi um, <laughs> and uh, eventually and um, they uh, they sort of get to the bottom of uh, is he suspicious and they ultimately think that he is. Um, this is another nice moment for us for Saeed, though, uh, where he says he, he also probes about Vithin um, and Dot says, you know, maybe I haven't connected with Vithin either. Maybe we should try to show him some love. Um, and Saeed's like, ah, Dot, Dot is full of compassion. Uh, I appreciate that about that. I'm over here like, ah, I gotta get him blocked. Um, and this is, again, like, this is the most evil we have seen Saeed in the entirety of the season so far. Is, uh, first of all, they waited until Vithin drew the painting of Saeed that went at him before they showed any Saeed mm. anti-Vithin stuff. Um, and even now, when they show, whenever they show a Saeed talking about Vithin in a negative light, they also talk about, uh, he's also like, um, oh, but I, I feel bad. I should be nicer. Um, you know, like, uh, is talking, talking nicely, which, you know, I'm inclined to believe is genuinely, uh, uh, Hashu. Um, I uh-huh. <laughs> forgot his name there for a second. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, and I think that's, that's why I like him so much is that, uh, he is definitely playing the game, um, but uh, but he uh, is not doing so in a way that is uh, cruel to the other players. We've yeah. got to we've got to put some praise on Saeed's name. It's it's been long enough. I don't know how long this podcast has been going on for. We have <laughs> not talked about Saeed enough because this five minutes in particular. My God, I love the game he was playing. Number one, not only is he bringing the funny content, I love him. He's also bringing the brains. We got Sherlock Saeed out here really acutely. I wouldn't have picked it up, but really acutely working out. Do they have gladiators in Nigeria? I thought that was such a clever catch. And then our Saeed, he is a man of many talents. You can add gardening to that list because he is planting so many anti-Vithin seeds. It is incredible. It is incredible. (laughs) It was the best five minutes of Saeed I've seen. And we got to appreciate that man. Yeah. And I did. I did. I like when he was like, he's like, like the camera stopped and everything. He's like, gladiators. He's like, wait, 
it funny it is in Nigeria. That moment, I don't know what about it. Was it the edit? I don't know, but it was just amazing to just watch the like the light bulb go off. He's like, Oh, should I write that down? <laughs> he was like, Let me write that down. And I thought that was so good. I don't know why. It was just so compelling. I was like, Yes, yes, I get him. And and uh him and Dot, the the weirdness of both of them catfishing as older people yeah. and talking to each other as older people and it just being like amazing between the two of them. I, Saeed, I, Saeed, Hashu, um, oh, I love it. I love every minute of it and I really do. I I really hope he wins. I do. Same. Yeah, so that would be another catfish. I'm trying to think only Patty was the real person who's who's won so mm-hmm. yeah i i would i would love to see it. i would love to see it happen and hit him him planting these seeds for bithin none of you guys think that you don't think that's uh strategic in a way that he knows that manrique and andy were close to bithin as well well i i think that uh like he there seemed to be some understanding that uh him and bithin just didn't connect right um, okay. he, he knows, like, at one point I remember him saying that, like, I know Vithin's going to be rating me low. Uh, he immediately called out that he knew that the painting was a Vithin. I don't know if that really was the start of knowing mm. that Vithin was against him or mm-hmm. if there had been something before that and they just didn't show it. Um, but, uh, you know, Vithin was rating Saeed low, uh, and yeah. Saeed had been always been rating Vithin low. So there was always something, there was always mm. a block there. Um, and so, uh, it didn't surprise me. Like, Vithin has always been the person that, uh, that Saeed has kind of been, uh, hoping to get out because uh, he's one of the few people that has been rating Saeed low. So um, hard to say exactly where this came from because they didn't really show it. Uh, but no. uh, yeah. So we're then going to get some more Vithin content because we're going to go into a circle siblings chat. Um, and uh, Manrika and Andy are trying to give uh, Vithin some advice about uh, you should be chatting with more people. Um, and, uh, Vithin says, uh, he's been feeling a little guilty lately. Um, and it's like, what, we're doing this again? Well, it's, we just saw this with Gemma. Uh, and now Vithin <laughs> is going to confess that he has made some trolling comments in the anonymous games. I have no idea why he thought, like, this wasn't, like, I, on some level, I could understand that. Gemma felt desperate, felt like he needed to throw a Hail Mary, felt like he that could solidify him with the most popular player or whatever. Uh, I, I feel like there was no reason to admit this uh, if you're Vithin, uh, unless you think they already know, um, and maybe that's it. Um, but, I, you know, strategically, it makes no sense. This may have been and probably was just an emotional thing of feeling mm-hmm. isolated in the game and feeling like, you know, these people are my friends and I just need real connection right now um and and that makes it all the more tragic with what happens um mm. because he admits to manrika that he has been making some comments and manrika says oh my god he's the one that made that comment that could have destroyed the beautiful relationship felix mm. and i have um <laughs> and she says she asked him did you did you make that relationship comment he says Yes, I did. I'm sorry. Uh, and she's I'm gutted. I, I like that he apologized, but I hate that this could have caused problems between me. I'm so disappointed. I don't know if I can move on from this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was 
It was a slow train wreck because I think Vithin really got into his own head, right? Didn't before he said that he was thinking about confessing, he's like, maybe they already know. Maybe they already mm-hmm. know. I'm like, how, how could they know? <laughs> how could they know? <laughs> like, at that point, she had only worked out that it wasn't Felix. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That was that was it. Like, how could they have she have confirmed that it, it was you? So I, I just, yeah, I, I agree with you, Taryn. Maybe he was just, he just needed that human connection. He was feeling a little vulnerable and he made this decision. And it's just so unfortunate that he did because the moment he said that, I said to myself, I was like, oh, he got to go. Like, I... I'm sorry. Like you, you, you do. I can't, like Marika said, I can't have you trying to wreck my relationships in, in the circle. Yeah, but like when he is- admits to do it, there's no chance he does it again. It's impossible. Now that he's admitted to doing it, everyone that. would know it was him. I don't know that. I, I, <laughs> I just, <laughs> but no, like, for real. Like it was, I just thought it was a bad move. Like the the minute he did, I was like, "Ooh, why did you do that? Why did you do it?" I didn't necessarily think it'll automatically get him blocked, but I just really thought, like, you did not have to do that. Stop! 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 Yeah, the, I was yeah. hoping he wasn't. The, going pr- to do the it. problem is that he he admitted it to uh, you know the Queen of Dragons herself, um, <laughs> yes. and yes. she takes Come no prisoners. <laughs> you you wrong her once, and it's it's Tracaris for you. <laughs> That's my aesthetic every day. That's what I, I aim for. So that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> oh yeah, Ma- Manrika just emanates sort of bitterness, and I'm here for it. Like you give her an inch, she takes a mile. You do not want to give this girl any sort of ammunition mm-hmm. because she she's shown time and time again she will use it to the fullest extent to get your ass out of there, mm-hmm. get your ass sent home. But yeah, I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> In terms of Vithin, though. Man, I feel bad because, again, I, I think it's quite interesting. I do this with a lot of reality TV shows that I watch. I like going back to the very first episode and seeing what their bios mm. say, seeing what their intro packages say. And Vithin's, it made me a little bit sad to watch because he came in with a lot of sort of bravado. He came in claiming to be the dirtiest player in the circle, like the sort of dirtiest player that the circle has ever seen. And I think it's quite interesting in that he really didn't live up to that, but he in fact became probably one of the most emotional players the circle has ever seen. And I just think, I don't think that's a slight on him. That's not me taking a shot of this. And I just think it's fascinating. And I'd recommend other people do it as well. If you're really invested in a reality TV show, these are real people. And what they're going through is an absolute mental mind maze. It's crazy. It's, it's, you cannot put yourself in the situation that they are currently in. But it is it's vastly interesting to see how their how their whole sort of characters have changed from day one to where they are now. Mm. Um, to me, Vithin's kind of trajectory was a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy in that mm. Vithin talked about constantly about how he's not really the most social and he's not really like they're doing, you know, like he's worried about integrating socially. And I think that he's someone who, when everyone starts off and, and has a, you know, when you enter a party that first hour, everyone's kind of there that they're, they're mingling, they're doing their thing. At some point I could tell Vithin took his foot off the gas. I just could. Yeah. I just could. Everyone's ratings were improving, developing, evolving, changing his were the same the whole way through. I think that when he talks to Andy later and confesses like, you know, it really did feel like I had moments of um, uh, I had moments where I ended up, you know, 
you wasting my time talking to some of these people and they're gone. He took that as loss. He didn't see that as now I have all this time I can reallocate to someone else. It really feels like he dropped the ball in, in having some of these conversations. And I think the other thing is that I don't think he recognized that just check-ins little like conversation is just as good as emotionally investing in someone and like mm. being like, I'm being honest with you and I'm giving you this information and that should get me and you further. If he was just literally, you know, the little brother and having the little brother combos with Manrika, he'd be fine. So I do think so. Like, I think that there was conversations like that, that Vithin was clearly not putting time into, or, you know, I, I mean, at this point, my whole judgment's clouded with the, I don't even know what the production's doing. He's not getting right. to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Was he just doomed from the beginning? But from what I saw, um, it felt like Vithin was definitely not putting in the work. And while everyone else's arc and storyline and, and feelings in the game were developing, Vithin was flatlining and was the same way for like a whole week and a half now. So when he did leave, I'm, and this is not me like going in on him at all, but I felt indifferent with the yeah. ending of his storyline here. Taryn, I, I have a quick question. So when I first saw Vithin, and I feel like that first week, I really thought he was going to slide into that that Woody. I thought it was going to be Andy and Vithin doing a Woody and Tim type of vibe, or or a Shuby type of type of vibe. Like you know, I don't want to typecast like that. But I think he did start off. He started off really well. And do you think it was the emotional, like him opening up, and he was saying to us all the time, like I don't like opening up. Is that what you think scared him into just? going back into his shell i mean the thing for me is right like if we're judging this again as as a game right a social Mm -hmm. game uh you know if i talk about somebody like vithin on big brother i would say what is he doing he's alone in his corner all the time you need to get out there uh this is not going to help you in the game um and in the game sense like i think that's valid criticism i feel so much for vithin because I do feel like this is indicative of what happens in real life where, um, you know, just socially, he he doesn't have the same uh, like he doesn't check in with people as much if if that is true. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and I, and I do feel like uh, with with people like like Vithin, uh, who maybe maybe he doesn't check in on some people as much. Maybe he doesn't do the things that everyone else does. He doesn't do the the light sort of, uh, you know like uh surface level conversations to make sure people know that he still likes them or whatever. Um, and uh, people that just don't have the same exact uh, level of like normal social interaction, they tend to be devalued by other people. And you see oh. it in the circle where other people were like, he did it to himself. This doesn't talk to anybody. It's his fault. Uh, like uh, he's at the bottom of the rankings in popularity. So he's clearly not very valuable to us. Um, yeah. And again, that's part of that's part of the game, of course. Um, but it's also what happens in real life. And and there is a oh, lot yeah. of blame that happens, I think, for people that just aren't as good socially. Uh, that that I that I, I personally hate. I, I love I love people like this. <laughs> I love hanging out with 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 Vithins. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a Vithin myself, uh, you know, like, um, I, you know, like, uh, I, I think that just because some people aren't as good at, uh, you know, knowing what to do or having the energy to, uh, to reach out in the right kinds of ways does not mean that like they're bad people for it. Um, no. or that they Great should be, be devalued in any way. 
Um, and so I, I really did feel for Vithin because he got put in a situation where like that is his entire reality. Um, and it must have been really (laughs) tough. It must have been really tough for him. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I, I think that's probably why, you know, he came in hoping that he could be, uh, you know, a game player. And then it turned out to 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 find himself, you know, handcuffed uh, in the game and, and, and just wanting any kind of genuine connection. Um, yeah. And so uh, I, I really I really felt for him here because he really went out on a limb to to be like, uh, look, guys, like this is who I this is the character I wanted to play. But like, I, I really like you guys and I want to be open about who I am and I really want to like mm. reach out be vulnerable here and he was just immediately met with the <laughs> yeah, guillotine yeah. with the guillotine uh, yeah. and yeah. uh it, that for so for me i was not into for me i was like oh Vithin, no <laughs> <laughs> with, yeah, well with, put. with Vithin, it's it's a tough one and i'm very much still putting this together in my brain so it might right. come off as rambling and if it is just cut me off just like boot <laughs> me from the podcast but the way i see it in a sort of social reality competition show like this is, especially when it comes to the social game, you've got listeners and you've got talkers. Vithin is certainly a listener. And in the early game, that is exactly what you want to be. And I think that's why Vithin, he really excelled in the early game. Because, let's be honest, he's been thrown in with a bunch of reality TV wannabes. And as one myself, all that we want to do is tell you our entire life story within the first 15 minutes of meeting you. So being a good listener in that scenario is fantastic because if you're a sort of active listener, it can make you come across as their best friend instantly. Like, oh, someone who actually wants to listen to me. That's, that's an instant bond. So listening is great in the earlier stage, but as the game progresses, and I think this is exactly what we've seen, I don't think Vithin really had that talking part to his game. I don't think he could really just out of the blue put himself out there or have the I'm sure Vithin has amazing fun stories that would have absolutely made the circle crack up and made people grow closer to him I just don't think he sort of found the opportunity to utilize those stories Mm -hmm. so I think in terms of listening he was fantastic he was probably one of the best listeners in the circle because he was so humble and genuine but in terms of talking in terms of developing your own personality and putting yourself out there I just don't think he quite had it I mean, and I agree with that. I think both of you have made very good points with it. Ultimately, um, I have two questions. Well, I have one statement, one question. Ultimately, this game is very hard for someone who has the the Vithin type, right? Who is more of a, I'll have a long, one long form conversation instead of like 50 little conversations. Because (laughs) like that is a great person to have in your corner to talk through like bigger issues and like problems you're going through. But in this game, you need to be quick. Like they give you like, you have 15 minutes. You need to put all your stuff in there and it has to be surface level because that's as far as you can scratch it so it really is hard the second thing is this is a question i have for the three of you do you think because vithin clearly was like this isn't me i can't be this person i have to confess if vithin was playing a catfish right let's say vithin picks like who he thinks is the most extroverted party animal like social guy right as a as a catfish profile do you think then he would be able to fool himself to like channel that person and do that more. Because I think that when you look at yourself, you're like, well, this isn't really me. I can't do this. I got to stick to who I am. So by putting yourself into another person's identity, would someone like Vithin benefited from being a catfish in this instance, in this house? Yeah. If you you don't mind, I think that's a great, that's a great thought because every time he was on anonymous mode, he had that 
quick confidence, yeah. whatever he wanted to do. So maybe if he was working under a catfish that, um, profile, he would have been able to be just that, that troll, the troll Vithin that we love. Uh, <laughs> the, that's a friend of the podcast. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the answer. Maybe if he had gone in, um, not trying to be himself, but tried, a to do the catfish thing it would have like like uh rowan said he wanted to he said he wanted to be the game player he wanted to to make moves maybe if he was a catfish it would have given him that level of step back for him to be like oh i'm just here to play a game so that mm-hmm. oh, God, now i kind of want to see him as a catfish <laughs> i mean speaking for myself when i was uh, a shy little boy uh like the the way that i got myself out of my own shell was to pretend that i wasn't me right like uh, to pretend that i that i like like oh i'm a person that can smile at somebody when they walk by um and then you know then eventually eventually i became the person i was pretending to be right like that's kind of how it works um if if you do it right um so i absolutely agree i think it would have helped a lot i do think that like it's not going to just immediately like uh turn on um like i think that uh i think that vithin probably you know what usually happens with catfish is at the start it would have been like ah hey what and then if it worked (laughs) um it would have been great but then eventually it probably would have settled down to a more natural rhythm uh of 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 where he he probably would normally be and then they'd be like "Ah, it kind of feels like they've dropped off a little bit um, but, uh, but I do think it would, it would help at least a little bit to, to, to move forward. So, uh, I think it would help get him out of his shell, but then he would also be lacking part of what makes him so, uh, so fun. Right. Um, so I think it is, it's a double-edged sword for, to some degree, maybe if he was playing like a version of himself, if he could get it in his mind, I'm playing a version of myself that is more popular or something along those lines, um, mm-hmm. and that maybe that would have helped, but, uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Uh, he does reach out to Saeed um, and he opens up about uh, his mother. Um, and for Saeed, he's like, ah, oh, like, uh, damn. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, this is like a little late on this one. But now I, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I should trust this guy. I feel like he might be trying to set me up. Um, but I think this is an indication of the game, perhaps, that Vithin could have played uh, if he had been able to be a little more. Um, uh, I guess aggressive with his uh, conversations um, in in uh, in the previous uh, bits here, um, but uh, but it was nice to see. It was nice to see. Uh, it's, it's really a shame as well because I think this conversation it was just at the wrong time. If it mm-hmm. had come a little bit earlier, if that bridge hadn't already sailed, this is exactly what we wanted to see from Vithin is opening up a little bit, just a little bit of who he really is. Um, the genuine, amazing person that he is, but it's so so easy for someone with the sort of personality type as Vithin has to be drowned out by these big, outlandish, brash reality TV show contestants. They've been cast for a reason because they are just here is my entire life. Have it. You can every single aspect of it. Vithin doesn't quite fit that mold. I think he made for some really entertaining TV, and I'm delighted that he was cast. But finding your place amongst these huge, frankly, egos is really hard to do. It's really, really hard to do. All right. Well, speaking of egos, let's talk about uh, we there's a a special date planned uh, for Felix and Manrika. And this is, uh, you know, we talk about the producers. This is the producers uh, having a laugh. 
so to speak, <laughs> on behalf uh, at, at Manrika's expense, right? Um, where uh, they're they're getting ready, they're getting dressed up. She's like, I hope he's getting uh, all all dressed up. I hope he's not showing up in you know some trainers. Um, and uh, of course, uh, Felix. Um, what's what's her actual name? Uh, Natalia. Natalia, of course, yes. is very dolled up, uh, looking more great. than Manrico. Yep, yep. <laughs> and um, this, this, uh, this gets a little weird. Um, where uh, Felix starts saying, "Like I'm just saying what I think would capture my attention uh, if I were talking." And I thought this was very, very telling in terms of uh, sort of uh, how these sorts of things tend to go and gender roles and such. But uh, she has to show no weakness, show no fear. Uh, that's the way to do it. Um, hello, toxic masculinity. Uh, <laughs> hope you enjoy your stay. Um, <laughs> um, Manrika's like, I'd usually be bored by now, but I actually really like Felix. I can't remember the last time I've had this feeling. That bar must be so low. That mo- it, it honestly makes <laughs> it me so much. sad. It boggles my mind that the whole Felix flirting thing, from what we've seen anyway, is working because it's awful. It's it's, it's as as has been said. It's toxic masculinity at its finest, uh-huh. and it's just off the Richter scale of cringe. Yeah. It's awful. It is absolutely awful. But hey, Felix is making it work good on you like it's i i can't explain it i can't explain it it just i need to close my eyes sometimes because it's that cringy yeah i think that one of the reasons so obviously felix comes into the house flirt swinging everybody's catching a little bit of the piece of the flirt and then it helps that Gemma was like the other more vocal recipient of it i was like i wasn't into it and manrico's like wow how dare you? So you're saying I shouldn't be into like for Manrika. I feel like it was more like fire into the Gemma hate. So she didn't even like she let Felix in. Next thing she knows, she asked someone who's like, you know, interested talking to her. Let's also remember the pandemic factor here where like being the pandemic, you're pretty well locked away from any dating, right? Like at best you're doing what they're doing now, which is all digital conversation. So to get like that little intimate moment of, you know, someone's clearly paying attention to you and Felix is like, you know, the toxic masculinity is strong with this one, but also Felix is like knowing how to navigate the, the Natalie, Natalia knows how to navigate like mm-hmm. the right parts of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yep. the, I'm going to put the charm and it's a little douchey, but I'm also like, you know, I'm what you want. I'm what, I'm what you want to cuddle up to at night. I'm going to like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be what a bit of a, in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be a bit of a dick, but I'm, then I'm going to whip out the play the saxophone for you. Like it's weird. It's like, and it's yes. working. It's like a weird middle that she's mastered. And, and clearly Manrika responds positively to this, but I also based on what Manrika herself has said, Rowan, I, I, I do agree with you. The bar has been set low from prior for sure. Mm. Yeah. And that, and that was the funny thing because it's like, Natalia's like, I'm going to say what I think I want a man to hear. And that's, that's all it takes. She sprinkled in a little bit of the douche and a little bit of toxic masculinity, but she, but at that, that uh, moment, she said, I'm just going to say what is real. You know what I'm saying? What, what she wanted to say. And she said some things like, I have your back. I genuinely like, that's how easy it is. It's like, just show a little bit of emotion guys. And you might, like, <laughs> you might get a fish, but at first I, uh, I wanted to believe men every time she was like oh i'm not being taken in by felix this isn't because of felix i was like yeah girl yeah you're not taking it and at this point i was like 
oh no <laughs> i wrote that in my, in my notes i was like oh no manrica she's falling for it i was like no i was like i can't i can no longer pretend that she's playing him it's it it she is yeah. being played she is clearly uh falling for 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 felix and it's Dang, it's so unfortunate. And Natalia's playing this awesome. Natalia's beautiful too. I'm sorry, I just had to throw that out there. She is yes. so freaking pretty. And even she is kind of like, oh man, <laughs> she likes me. <laughs> it, it, this is such a great dynamic. I, I, I love I, can I just say, I uh, there's something about Natalia that I'm really starting to enjoy. With like, she, like she she obviously has emotions, but she's so mm-hmm. like I guess it must be like the army in her. That is like, uh, mm-hmm. she's so like, she just gets to work. Like, she's like, oh, no, I feel so bad about this. Ah, I don't know if I can keep. And then she does it. Uh, and she <laughs> yeah. just does it like she just keeps going. No, stop. she was like, I'm just going to say what I what is true to me. And then writes out a ton of BS. Um, and like, I was like, whoa, like she's just like uh, goes it. It's. It's really, I'm really enjoying it. And I will say that, like, I do, I do, there is, like, uh, for as much as I'm looking forward to the reveal, uh, like, uh, like, there is, there is also a part of me now that it's like, oh, this is, uh, I feel like, I feel for me, like, this is entirely her fault. Like, what are you thinking? This is a game about catfishing. Why would you do this? But at the same time, it's like, I still know that feeling and I feel bad for what she's going to experience because it's going to suck. We we need to appreciate Natalia. We need to appreciate Natalia because I've had this theory for a while and episode by episode, it kind of just gets more and more valid. Natalia might be like a real life black widow. She might be a super soldier because number one, she is lying spectacularly (laughs) well. She is getting no sus from anybody. Round of applause for that. She speaks Russian, number two. Number three, <laughs> you guys saw that painting in portrait mode. If there's any oh, chance yeah. I'm going to bring up portrait mode, I'm going to take it. <laughs> that thing, you could hang that thing in the Louvre. It was beautiful. And there was a little bit of B-roll footage um, this week of her sort of bringing out a cake that she'd baked from the oven. She bakes like Mary Berry. Like, she's incredible. <laughs> she is absolutely incredible. This woman can do anything. Are we um, sure she's not a robot? She might be. She might be, Taryn, honestly. Is she one of my kinds? She might be your perfect match. <laughs> I like her. I really like I her. I ship it. I ship it. I definitely <laughs> ship it. Uh, yeah, I like I feel like the only other time I can think of where someone came in and was so ver- like so flirtatious out the gate and that was their whole spiel was in the first season. Um I don't remember who it was, but the the older woman who was catfishing as a younger woman who went after Dan and then they had their date. So but like she's someone who when I first saw this because of my prior watching of the circle I was like this is dumb you're gonna fall flat in your face and she's just done it masterfully time and time again and she's getting she's literally if not for her I'm not joking we might have had a bit of a steamroll with the OGs just taking the new people out every week just like every other iteration of the circle but Mm -hmm. she's literally taken control like the new people have taken control over this game now and and it starts begins and ends with her sliding into Manrika's DMs and and taking over Manrika right then and there. Yeah, I have to say I'm wildly offended that you said the only other time we've seen this on the circle uh was in season 1 of the UK because uh Alex aka Adam the sexy 27-year-old uh what 
what kind of uh, what was it like exploration safaris in bed have you done uh, is uh, clearly the best flirt on the circle. But but I think that's when that's right when that happened is when I ordered that men in black pen to forget it. So I don't know what you're talking about. I've removed that from memory. Um, it's insulting to even count that because it wasn't at least with the Dan one. They ended up on the date like that's how it was decent enough that like they got shipped to that point. No, I, I will never endorse the the Alex um, flirtation because it was not good. Not good at all. Best circle content in the history of the circle, in my opinion. Oh. <laughs> Best fodder for sure, fodder wise. Yeah. Going going back briefly to the game at hand. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know if I'm just seeing this completely differently. Felix has a chance to win this, right? Yes, there's I a chance. So. Yeah, there's a really big chance. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if the edit is necessarily there because. Again, 22 years of UK TV experience, and there hasn't been anything sort of pull at the heartstrings. There hasn't been a, I want the money because. So that if, if Felix slash Natalia gets that, she might be my winner pick. She really might be my winner pick. That is the last cherry on top that she needs because she is just playing this immaculately. She yeah. really is. Yeah. And, I, and again, I... I, she does say, "Oh, I feel really bad about this," and then spills stuff. That, but I, I honestly do believe that when she said she, all she said was like, "I got your back." You know what I'm saying? She didn't say, "Oh, like I'm in love with you." It, it's something that she that she would say to Manrika, and she would hope that Manrika would have his back too. So I just think that Felix, great game. You get you you got into in with Manrika, and then you you maintained your connections with the the new players with Dot with a Femi. Femi is now a, a you know on board with Felix. Um, so and Andy, Andy likes Felix now too. Like that kind of that kind of almost came out of nowhere in a sense. Um, so he, she's done she's done a phenomenal job, and I really thought she was going to be out pretty soon. I thought she was kind of going to be out when she got caught up with the flirting with both Gemma and Manrika. Um, but hats off to her. Ha- ha- hats off to her. Felix is by far my, my like, even even beyond Manrika, I'm just so excited for everyone to see uh, Natalia. Uh, yeah, I don't, but now I don't even know if I want it to be at the finale because I just don't, I just don't want a Dan and Alex again. Oh, I just, no, I we do. I we know you guys it. do, but I can't. My Give heart it. cannot take that. We need them to be the first two in there, and there needs <laughs> to be a lengthy period of time before they send anyone oh. else. And I need, I need Manrika to look at Natalia and be like, Pippa? Oh no, Felix. Oh, I need it. Oh my God. I need I it. Mary, if you feel bad, think about all the crimes that Felix has committed against the world of chat up lines. Think of all the war <laughs> crimes that Felix has committed. They deserve this cringeworthy encounter. They are I just know. made for each other. I'm lying. I want it, but I just, I know I'm just going to be watching it like this. It's like, going to be so <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Can't oh wait. man. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Um, we uh, we do get we get this kind of throwaway segment about Femi being interested in Pippa. I don't know if that's going to become relevant later, but I uh, I mean, let's be real. It was <laughs> Manrico was taken, and so he moved on, right? <laughs> like. This, I don't That's know. what I think. I mentioned it because maybe maybe it's relevant, but it didn't seem like it would be. Um, <laughs> the real meat here is that we're getting going to get to the name dropping game, um, and uh, this is definitely not going to work out super well for Andy. As the first one is, who is your circle bestie? Um, Andy says Saeed. <laughs> Pippa says Manrika. Femi and Dot both say Felix. Vithin, Manrika, Saeed, and Felix all put Andy. This is not the place where you want to be. Now, this could be good for Andy in the sense that he needed this to happen before the finale. Um, and so now a, a good drop at this time, but he survives, could actually be good for him. But he needs to survive first. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know if uh, that's going to work out so well for him. So. Um, definitely not good for his game here, Mari. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that he, he falls at the right time. Like you said, I think in order for either Andy or Manrika to win, they both need to be in the finale. That's, I think that's kind of the only way they get there because you cannot have the clear one clear favorite. You can't just have Manrika. You can't just have Andy because everybody will tank the one person who's there if both of them are there i think it could create a type of variance where they're like okay so we gotta do we put andy at the bottom or do we put manrico at the bottom we put them like stacked on each other like i think they they both need each other i I, that's why why i personally think and um andy not making this decision as well is is just just is great for him so i i do agree that this is good for him going in but uh as we see at the end of episode 15 if marika might mess up and he might not make it to the the finale night and then people will really be mad <laughs> talk about being mad <laughs> they're going to be livid if, if andy doesn't make it to finale night and i and i honestly i want him to make it to finale finale night too we need that one person to be upset that there's so many catfishes around the table well i mean really i mean if we're talking end game strategy it's it's actually if this plays out the way that i think it might it's very ironic because uh manrika sees andy as her biggest competition right um yes. that's going to be part of this name dropping thing uh mm-hmm. that uh, manrika says that she really sees andy as her biggest competition she's going to say saeed uh to to play it up um but she really thinks it's andy and andy's gonna say uh that uh that it's her um and she oh well Clearly, uh, I guess Andy is in the hit list now. Um, but Here's uh, my but the thing about having your biggest competition in the game is that it's actually good for you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually really good for Manrika if Andy's in the game. First of all, Andy's not blocking Manrika. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Andy's consistently getting higher ratings than Menrika. That means that Andy, if somebody is rating strategically, Andy is going to be one spot below her in a strategic ranking. That's very good for her. If she does manage to take out Andy or even just get rid of him from the top spot, she is now the first person to be rated last. And Andy actually is probably going to benefit from this attack if he survives. And if he doesn't, uh, then Manrika only suffers from it and somebody else will benefit from it. Having somebody who is more popular than you is actually a good thing in this game, as long as they're on board with you, which he was. So uh, that's kind of the irony here. And again, more evidence toward like, what a great storyline of Manrika dominating this game, but not understanding the end game. Um, if it plays out that way, which it might yeah. not, because it could, could, could be completely random. It's so random in the circle sometimes. Uh, but it's very interesting, Ron. Oh, yeah. This this fall from grace is undoubtedly the best thing that could have happened to Andy. And the crazy thing is, I don't think he's maybe switched on game-wise enough to even realize that. Mm-hmm. It's it's so rare in the circle that you see one person just ride this incredible, ride the crest of this wave of popularity from day one to the finale. It simply doesn't happen. It, you have to be seen to sort of ebb and flow. You have to be seen going on a sort of journey. Like, I truly don't believe, and I mean, sure, I'll be proven wrong next series when everything I say is is just completely incorrect, but I don't believe you can just enter the circle as a golden boy and just maintain your status of perfect person all the way to the end. I don't think that's a winning strategy. No, not even close. I think that ultimately, you know, we talk about what the what the strategy should be for the end game, because the end game of literally once you get to the last week of the circle, it's a different game than whatever you were watching the first three weeks. (laughs) You are not going to win being the winner of the first three weeks. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. So if I'm Manrika, what you need is the most obvious ratings going into the end. So Andy being clearly someone who's been rated highly is good for exactly the reasons Taryn points out. He's someone that is guaranteed to be hit with like last place on all the ratings at the end because everyone knows he's, you know, he's been ranked this high so far. You don't want that. I think then with Manrika, it's interesting because honestly, if she wins, she's winning because she's got the backing of so many people like yeah. to the point where they're not going to strategically tank her. They're like, no, 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 no. She's my person. And I can see her getting this because of the way everyone is loving her right now in that house. Uh So she's getting that bump up. Um, Like the Saeeds of the world uh, who would put who would put her first, even though it means that he loses. Uh, I I think that was I think Tally was one of those people as well, um, which is why I still feel Mm -hmm. like it was a mistake to take her out. Um, I do not think that Felix is one of those people. Uh, Felix isn't even rating her first in these uh yeah. mm-hmm. so uh that's interesting um you know so i'm actually i feel like she's starting to run out of allies who would do that for her um but uh i think you're right Puya. i think that um you know that is the way if you want to be the golden person uh throughout <laughs> the entire game and also win you need to have allies who are willing to essentially gift you the win over themselves yeah what you don't want in my personal opinion, is you don't want Femi or Pippa touching Final Four. Here's why. Yes, they're her allies for right now. They will help her right now. They will always rate her high right now. But because there's not enough substance, there's there's not enough information there, people will rate them higher because they don't yep. know. They're like, and like, that's how, that they is how you patties. get us. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And that is how mm-hmm. you could get them winning despite not being there the whole way through. So someone like Saeed, I would argue is the biggest danger to, um, Manrica because Saeed is exactly the type of player that will get the top rankings because of who he is, regardless mm-hmm. of gameplay, and will also rate that way, which helps Manrica. So it's in, in a weird way, yes, Saeed will help her, but will also hurt her because I think Saeed's her biggest competition to take the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so, sorry, Karen. So Saeed, Manrica, Andy, what happens if they all make it to the finale? I mean, it goes to Saeed. It depends. It depends on the latest position of where people think they're at. Right. Um, yeah, that's true. So like strategic raiders will probably go in the opposite order of perceived popularity. So which would at this point probably be uh, Manrika, Saeed, Andy at the highest level. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, the non-strategic raiders might go Manrika, Saeed, Andy. Um, and so they might cancel those out a little bit. Uh, depending mm-hmm. on who is a strategic ranker and who is not new players, I think are much more likely to be strategic rankers. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, you know, people, catfishes, I think are much more likely to be strategic rankers. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I think that there's going to be a lot of strategic ranking going on, especially considering what happens here in this particular ranking. Um, so, but the thing about the strategic ranking is that it can end up being random because the more you think about it, the more you're like, well, if everyone's being strategic, and I should yeah. go the other way and put Manrika right. first again. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it could get tricky in that way. Uh, right. But uh, but who knows? Was it Brazil, the one that went where, like, basically everybody did strategic rankings and you're like, I have no clue who's going to win this. I believe I so. I want to say it was Brazil. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Brazil. Brazil was like the finale got so it. muddy. That was like, OK, I guess. Oh, OK. You want cool. OK, I actually liked you. All right. Yes. Great. Love that. Love that ending. Yeah. But that's the thing. There's a fine line of how much. You are strategic until you pass and you become stupid, silly, goofy, random. Like <laughs> it gets worse. The more you overthink it, the more now it's no longer strategic. Now it's like over the top and, and wild card. Like you have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we get to some player rankings here. Uh, Femi is going to put Saeed at, n- at number one. They have bonded. Uh, Andy at number six. Saeed uh, or Femi is not happy with Andy because Andy said that. Emmy was strategic in the name dropper uh, thing um, uh, somewhere along these lines. Um, and uh, Saeed is going to put Manrika number one. Uh, tactically puts Femi at number two, he says. Uh, Felix last at number seven. Um, so obviously Saeed dropped Andy a little bit. Definitely helped uh, contribute to the Andy drop. Um, Manrika Put Felix number one, Andy number five, Vithin seven. Uh, Felix put Dot number one still. Uh, and Dot so. put Felix number one still. Uh, they clearly... I, I think the reason Dot is not giving as much is because the show is not giving as much Dot. Dot was clearly very close to Gemma. Didn't see any of that. Uh, clearly yeah. has a much tighter bond with Felix than Manrika does. Uh, not seeing any of that. Um but uh, Dot uh, is going to put Vithin number seven. Felix puts Pippa number seven. Um, Pippa does Andy, uh, Andy seventh. Vithin first. first Vithin one. does Andy number one. Manrika number three. Ooh, that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> and Pippa number six. He even says when he ranks Manrika so high, he says, 
Well, we'll we'll see. This is a good way to find out if she accepted the apology. Like, <laughs> uh, is it a, is it the best way to find out? Um, Andy puts Saeed number one, Vithin number four, but we get to the results and it's Vithin in last place, followed by Pippa, Femi, Andy, Dot and Saeed tied for third, which leaves Felix and Manrika, the power couple of <laughs> the game here, Puya. Wild stuff. I mean, they get to go back to the hangout after having a date there and now they get to just kick someone out. And what a worse time for these two to be the ones to privately talk for Vithin when Vithin has literally confessed, hey, uh, so the thing that um, <laughs> people pinned on it being either you or me, yeah, it was Vithin. And he's last right now. Easy pickings. Let's just get him out. And it was the most foregone. Like these last couple episodes were kind of slow for that reason. It was so obvious what was going to happen. I just felt like I was, you know, it was like riding a lazy river. I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm just might as well like ride it out. Like that's really what it was. Um, so I'm going to take this time real quick and talk about the uh, Femi being anti Andy. I think this is 100% Femi being like, this is my ticket to getting some footage here. I need to be on. Cause like, who cares? It's just one throwaway comment. Like, do you really think anyone's seeing you strategic? No. Cause you just got in here. So it's not a big deal. I think that was part of that. Um, and as far as Pippa goes, bless her heart, but they made us see her put Vithin first only for Vithin to be last and leave. That is not a good look for Pippa at all. It's like the worst read of the game by Pippa. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i just um this is where i was i was praying i was like please do it where they have to do it in front of the whole circle chat and just say save until whoever's at the end is not saved like oh i was wanting that so badly because it's so different when you have to make that decision in front of a whole bunch of people and that's why i i was so upset because i still don't it's the same thing it's the same blocking it's just still two people just sitting there making their decisions and i just i I was i was gutted i was gutted that we didn't get the um vote to save blocking yeah. Uh, well, we get this influencer chat between uh, Felix and Menrika. I actually really like this. Uh, I thought it was very interesting um, because uh, they're, you know, obviously Felix is manipulating Menrika into believing that they're in a relationship. But Menrika, under the assumption that they're in a relationship that's real, is also manipulating Felix into doing her work her- in the game. <laughs> um, and so you get this weird situation where Felix, the catfish, the manipulator, is like she's manipulating me right now. (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) Um, uh, Rowan, how did you feel about this? It is really, really strange. It's this sort of back and forth. They do have this inherent trust with each other. Whether that should be valid or not, we'll wait and see but yeah it is this really sort of manipulation but on the down low manipulation but on the sly i can't help but feel now maybe this is a little bit of revisionist history uh, considering what happens next in what i consider to be possibly the most exciting part of the week but we'll get there i cannot help but feel when you've got manrika and felix who are just so tightly aligned and they have all the power right now I feel like this was a missed opportunity to take a shot at the king. And the king mm-hmm. at this point in time, I would still consider to be Andy. Mm-hmm. I, I think they really missed, a, missed an opportunity here to really make a big move to potentially propel themselves to the end of this game. But instead, they took out 
a pawn, effectively. They took out last place Vithin with no real stance in this game. I mean, I, I hear that, but I do think that Vithin is actually more dangerous in the end game than Andy is, right? Now, given that Andy's fallen in the rankings, he may not be as uh, he may actually be more dangerous than he used to be, um, but uh, but I think uh, I think Manrique is actually on point here when she says that uh, she thinks that gunning for Andy may uh, may end up uh, exposing her as a game player, uh, and and that it could lose her some allies if out of nowhere she goes after Andy. She kind of feels like she needs some support first, which I which I get. Now, the reality of the situation is I think that she should be trying to prop Andy back up and trying to prop other people back up mm. uh, because I think that's where uh, that's how you can win the game more often than not. Uh, but um, and, 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 you know, somebody like uh, like uh, Vithin, I actually think strategically it's OK to take Vithin out. Unlike Tally, I don't think this is quite as big a mistake because I do think that Vithin will be ranking tactically at the end which means mm-hmm. he will not be putting Manrika anywhere near the top spot, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, but I don't think many people would uh, anyway. So I don't think it's that big of a, a deal. Um, and you might as well get somebody who uh, might, might put you maybe toward the middle instead of the very bottom. Um, but uh, I don't know. What, what, uh, what do you think, uh, Puya? All right. Well, Andy the, or- the cert- Andy yeah. or uh, or uh, or Vithin, or was there another move? What do you think about the decision here? To uh, what what should they have done to, with the blocking? So it's funny because it was very clear once once Natalia, aka Felix, realizes, oh, you are not going to let me take out the newbie I would want to take out. Right? They they took they took Femi off the table. They took Pip off. I feel like the correct move would have been one of them, but they're clearly both thinking this is endgame pieces that only I can monopolize. They're fresh. I can put my claws in and claim dibs, so that's not happening. Leaving Andy and Vithin, obviously Vithin is a far more dangerous endgame player because of the fact that, again, we talked about the not knowing where they rank. He's been ranked so bottom the whole time that he gets the benefit of probably getting moved up. If he's at the mm-hmm. four, he gets ranked first because it's Vithin. No one's going to waste their first place on Vithin. So that's not good there. I think ultimately for the short term, it wasn't Manrika's best interest to keep Andy simply because Andy's never going to come after Manrika and he's never going to come after Felix because, and the Felix Andy relationship is one that I feel like they've just not shown me enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know why they're so closely bonded, but right. I've been told they are, and I'm just going to believe it and move on because that is something that we don't get enough of. So ultimately for the short-term gains, it makes sense for them because they might get influencer again and get another shot. I think the both of them are well enough insulated that we could see them in those first and second podiums again. So I mean, optimally, they were not the influencers this round because you look at it and it's like, yeah, you both were, would have been fine with anyone. So you really didn't need to be the one making this decision. But I think with what they were left with, Vithin was the easy cop out um, to get someone out who literally you also have a justified reason of, oh, yeah, he's the one who lied on our relationship and put that statement out. So if anyone's asking, that's an easy decision to make. And no one's going to be mad at them for getting rid of Vithin. Whereas like you get rid of Andy, right. you have to answer to Uncle Said, and you don't want to make Oof. Uncle Said upset. Yeah. yeah, I kind of feel like for me, I feel like maybe the right call was um, was was taking out one of the new players, uh, whether it was Pippa, you know, who Manrika sure she was working on. But like Manrika doesn't really need people. In fact, losing Pippa, making it seem like she's coming after the new players, 
Maybe that makes Femi rank Manrika a little lower next time. A little bit worried that she might come after him next. Uh, and she doesn't have Pippa rating her uh, near the top anymore either. That's great. She needs a little hit in the rankings right before the finale. That would be a good move for her, I think. Uh, so I actually do feel like that was kind of, uh, I, I feel like that was the call. And, and let, let Andy uh, rise back up before the end to be like, okay, you thought you took him down, but he's still so popular. You can't trust that he won't win this game if you don't rank him low. Uh, and then have that kind of propel her up there along with Saeed's support and some other things. I feel like that was, that was the move I think I would have tried to make there in this spot. Um, but obviously when you look at it outside of the finale strategy, um, it makes a lot of sense in terms of like what she's doing to maintain a tight control over the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like she is definitely, um, and, and this is part, another part of her story arc that I'm loving uh, is that uh, like this, the power that she is holding in this, in this place has like really started to, uh, like get to her head um, and she's starting to like go off on like these power chips of like, you don't talk to anybody that I don't tell you to talk to yet. Uh, <laughs> if I tell you to trust someone, then that's the person you should trust. Um, and uh, it's it's getting very, very fun. Um, but uh, they do block Vithin. Andy is not OK with this. Andy says that's sly. Um, Vithin goes and visits Andy and he, that this only makes him more upset because Vithin is dressed up in uh, what was it a bear costume, bear costume. Um, oh. and he's just adorable uh, <laughs> and, um, and and Andy feels uh, like uh, man Manrika just did him dirty no good yeah yeah. Uh, it was sad. I, I like. I, I agreed with uh, Puya in a sense. Like he wasn't giving us much of anything because the production apparently wouldn't let him. <laughs> but the meeting with him and, and and Andy was so. It was. It was so sad. It was so genuine. I like. I really liked this meeting because he was like, "Oh my God, you're real." They're both were like, "Oh, you're both real," and it was. It was so cute, but it was sad. And you know, I get why. Uh, Andy's mad because like Vincent, Vincent told him I've been rating you number one since the beginning so even on this last one so Andy has to put two and two together you put me first on this this last ratings and I was still right above the new, newbies oh snap that's not good you know so uh, yeah he's mad but again like you're saying he he wasn't putting Manrika at the top I mean he was it was a few slots down lower so like um, it was the I I do I hate it, but it, it does seem like it was the right decision for her game, just because um, he he's strategic ranking. He wasn't ranking her at the top. He did that stuff with Felix. It was a good get out of free card. Once he she got rid of him, he was already ranked last. He's been ranked last at least three. Has it been the last three ratings? At least the last two, possibly the last three. It, Gemma somewhere but like he's been consistently at the bottom and every Saeed was like yes great let's go like you know what I'm saying like I don't think she could have done much there I I really I really don't it, other than taking out Pippa or taking out Femi but Pippa, Pippa rated her number one Pippa yeah. rated her number one um and uh Felix wasn't gonna let her take out Femi so it's just a, a, a bad luck of the draw for um this in there yeah. Can I can I also I, point out the, the humor in the fact that uh last week I was on this podcast like ah oh, 
Vithin is so great in these anonymous games. Uh, <laughs> he knows just how to troll without doing anything too serious. Like, this is so clearly just like a fun little poke at a relationship that seems way too extreme for the right. circumstances. Uh, not going to hurt anyone's feelings for real because it's all in fun and games. Um, and this is the very thing that gets him <laughs> blocked by Manrika because how dare he? potentially come in between her and her man. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oof. Uh-oh. <laughs> Again, let's not let's not dwell too much on the past because if we start dissecting the things that we have said, the predictions that we have made, yeah, that's that doesn't make for some <laughs> that doesn't make for some good listening right there. Uh it turns out we have to sort of hand in our uh, reality TV membership cards because yeah, yeah, really really we don't know what's going on. Mm. Oh, yeah. the streets of reality TV prediction are littered with bad takes and incorrect guesses. <laughs> so we, we won't be the first, and we will not be the last for sure. Um, as far as the the funny thing with Andy to me goes, he's very upset about this Vithin thing. Clearly, but it's funny because he had a first row seat into Vithin confessing to Manrika in the group chat with him. And he literally took someone else out for the exact same thing of, oh, you, you confess. I was like, Andy, you can't be that upset because you kind of did this yourself too. So like slow your roll on that one for sure. There's a little bit of, you need to like think about the fact that it's very similar to what you have done in the past. So that's fine. The other thing I want to say is that it's very clear based on the fact that Vithin rolls out in the bear costume and the multiple times that Vithin talked about his costumes, they were in his mind, this was a big arc of his, the whole, I'm a costume guy. I've been wearing these he's, in every introduction he's had with any new players. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big costume enthusiast, but I feel like we didn't either again, either they didn't show us when he was wearing the costumes in the house um, or uh, he just wasn't really wearing them that much because I just found that that was a big part of him explaining his character and there was little to no payoff outside of him seeing Andy in the bear costume. So, yeah. Yeah. And talking to Saeed in the toga. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that I <laughs> forgot about. I forgot about the toga. I think that was it, though. Well, it was yeah, here and there, but I yeah. mean, if I'm production, like, give this man as many costumes as he wants. <laughs> yeah, like, let him every wear single day, give him a brand new costume. Yeah. You know what? Spend some of the budget on the costumes as well. It's funny. It's like an yeah. easy hit. All right. Well, Vithin leaves a message. He says he made one small mistake. So watch out because that can be all that gets you. Uh, Felix is now regretting it. She feels bad. Uh, Saeed feels bad for calling him a snake. Um, and uh, Andy, Andy says in the circle chat, uh, yeah, Vithin came to see me. He was upset. Um, but uh, but, you know, I know you made the, the call that you had to make. Um, but that was not supportive enough. For Manrika, uh, mm-hmm. she says, uh, "How dare he?" Uh, she says, "Nobody knows what a terrible thing Vithin has done to me, and I'm not mm-hmm. the kind of person that's going to go and spread that." Uh, but <laughs> obviously, I was justified in what he's doing. Andy knows I was justified in what I did, and so he should have done more to support me in this circle chat. Um, and this, like, she is truly mad with power at this point. Like, how? Dare he not grovel at my feet? Um, Dracarys! I, I think that is the perfect, that is, there's no better way to describe it than she has gone overboard. She's gone power crazy. And I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And God, we've got to dive into it because guys, I am so, so excited. We're on the cusp of talking about it. But 
we've got two titans of the circle and they are about to go to war. That was what we left on Mm -hmm. in the sort of upcoming episode. That is what we've got to look forward to. This final week of the circle might be the best we've ever seen. It honestly, it's set up so, so well. Mm-hmm. The king and the queen, they're about to go to battle, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be Daenerys fun. Season eight. season 8, she went full on, like, forget this last seven years of character building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And meanwhile, you've got Said in the corner. Khaleesi, Khaleesi, please. Truly, <laughs> you're the best. He's, he's really, he's, yeah, he really is. It's so this funny. This is so amazing. Oh, I no. Oh, no. <laughs> Said. Oh, no, not Bra. What am I thinking? That's not Bra. Uh, Jorah. Jorah. He's Jorah. Yeah. Jora. Um, he's Jorah. Um, so uh, Andy does talk with Manrika. He feels like he's being honest with her, and then she's clearing up the situation. He didn't realize how much it impacted her he says it's understandable however she feels like he is lying to her um and uh she says that this well now now i now i'm gonna not have to i I can't rate andy high anymore after this Mm -hmm. after all of this like you already rated him low last time what are you talking (laughs) about um uh Said um is gonna talk with Felix uh and Felix explains the Vithan thing to Said and he's like, ah, I knew he was a snake. Um now I now I don't feel bad. Um and uh and Felix says that uh, that he will support Said to the end. Um that there is a there's a connection here. Uh and that leads us into Ballsy Bingo. And <laughs> I'm realizing now this is when Andy called Femi, a strategic player, which means that, oh, yeah. which means that uh, I think that we're onto something here because Femi had already rated Andy last in the previous ratings prior mm-hmm. to the strategic comments. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think we're again getting another situation where somebody is using things as a reason <laughs> to justify existing, uh, you know, ideas about other people. Perception becomes reality, you know. It, oh, yeah. This was the this was the moment where I was like, oh yeah, uh, Manrika, Femi, like they are they wanted they they were waiting for the moment. It's like, ah, got you. I can now use this to convince myself that I am now in the right to come for you. And I'm I'm all here for it. Like like Rowan said, I'm here for it. This this game, Ballsy Bingo, was so funny. Um, like Saeed and Andy, like. <laughs> missing missing their question I, I it just came for from some people were thinking about it strategically and some weren't and i don't care what anybody says andy saying felix's name was strategic mm-hmm. because he did not want to piss anybody else off like that that's that's what it, it really was and and he kind of woke the dragon in felix you know so yeah, uh, t- t- Tim Robinson in the chat uh, says, I've, I've figured it out. Manrika is Nicole Franzel. <laughs> Finding reasons. Finding a reasons bit of Vanessa. to go after. Uh, yeah, a little bit of Vanessa with the well, I need Vanessa, that one Vanessa, pre- Vanessa fully invented reasons, right? Uh, whereas Nicole would find personal reasons to justify mm. the <laughs> hatred, right? Um, the there's definitely some Franzel in there. <laughs> 
The funny thing is, I think when she first started, she it was like it was big reasons. It was like, okay, I get it. And then it was the next one was like a little bit, little bit less of the reasons. And then by the time we've gotten to Andy, I was like, okay, so you've kind of completely fabricated this in in your mind. So it's just like she, it's, I think she's been like feedback looping herself. Like, see, I was right. So now I, I have to continue to be right about these people. I mean, I like fully the Vithin thing is like, uh, it, it reminds me a lot of a couple guys, a couple tribes. Um, <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Cause I still, I still maintain that Bailey did not She, I don't even think she said it directly like that. I think oh, that's what I'm saying. That's, I don't like, uh, I'm saying that they were both just like, uh, like, Fun, fun little shady comments. Yeah. Um, but Manrika uh, is Nicole Franzel. Manrika, Nicole I, Franzel. I, I might be Team Saeed now. Oh, I know. It's making me reconsider some things right now. I mean, you can you can compare them to each other and then still like one and dislike the other, just like me. Um, One is my cup of tea. One is not my cup of tea. I mean, look, I I make these comparisons all the time because you see one aspect of somebody, and uh, there's a comparison to be made with with that one aspect of another person. Right? There are lots of other things about these two different these people that are very different right um yeah, good but job, uh, yes uh, I, I think it's a it's a fun comparison for sure um <laughs> so uh saeed did say that manrika was a the strategic player uh so he's going to go and explain that comment uh to manrika and then does eventually uh and this was surprising to see because this never happens with manrika where her mind has changed on something uh but all it took was for saeed to say I want you to win the most. Uh, I don't care about winning myself. I'll put you ahead of me every time. Um, and she was like, oh, what a great guy. You know, uh, this is, you know, he's such a wonderful person. Wow. Look at that. I mean, the only, the only thing that someone needs to do to get an apology or to change Manrika's opinion is to literally promise to throw their entire game away. It doesn't take much. <laughs> no, like, not she's much. not she's not asking for much, really. It's really so many people have not done that for her in the past that it's, it's just really like frankly. it's so refreshing to to finally have somebody who's willing to. Exactly. That's yeah. all she wanted, Taryn. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I fully recognize that half of this is Haishu's personal clouded judgment for Manrika. The the crush he has on Manrika for sure is showing, has been showing. However, it did take a lot to recognize that, hey, I need this is something I need to mend. Whether or not, whatever it is, I need to fix this. And him going there to fix this with her and successfully doing so is worth acknowledging because yeah. no one else has been able to step away from the wrath of making Manrika's hit list like this. Mm-hmm. Only Said is able to do this. And Said's not able to just do this, but do it so well that he also gets the I have you. And I when Manrika says it to him, she says it differently than she has to Tally. She says it differently than she has to Vithin. I believe her when she says mm-hmm. this to Saeed. Saeed's not going anywhere with Manrika. I genuinely don't exactly. believe that's going to happen. Not as long as he's saying he'll he'll fall over for her, right? No, and he will. And he yeah, will. That's what I'm saying. You know, no, yeah. Taryn and Rowan are under are underselling the connection that Hashu and Manrika have. It is a instant connection, and I am praying that after the show they get together. Like once that's the ship. <laughs> that is the ship. They she said she said it. She's like, I don't know what this connection is, but they they both said it. they're like, it's just so deep. You could just feel it. 
it. And she said, she's like, I don't care. She's like, I, if it's his, his son, if it, I don't care if Saeed is a catfish, if it's his son or his daughter, whoever it is, he, they're going to be in my life forever. And I'm like, boom. Yes. Yeah, she said that after yeah. he said he would give up his game for it. Right no. before that, she was saying, oh, look at Saeed licking Andy's arse. Uh, oh, what, a, what a terrible person. <laughs> it is. I love connection, Taryn, and you will not convince me otherwise. <laughs> Oh my it god! Is a, it is a vibe. I've just thought as well. I I'm thinking a way down the road now, but like we need, we might need to invest in bomb shelters or sort of like nuclear um sh- like bunkers because if it pans out that Saeed throws away his game and Manrika walks away with a win, Twitter is going to be a nuclear war zone. Oh, it is yeah. not going to be an okay website to go to. It will be war. And I, mm. I kind of want to see that. Yeah. Well, we uh, we end the week at uh, the Blingo party um, where Manrika is going to throw Andy under the bus to uh, Pippa. She says that uh, Andy is like an F boy with friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on. I can maybe try. He's like a f- boy with friends. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, they, <laughs> they're going to bring Femi in. Uh, Femi is like, oh, I wish I could talk about how much I hate Andy. And then uh, <laughs> Manrika's like, hey, guys, we all hate Andy, right? And he's like, yay, we all hate Andy. Uh, and they make an alliance called hashtag triple threat. And this is when Manrika's like, yes, my minions, you do what I say. You rate what I want. You talk to who I want. Um, I'm coming for you, Andy. Boom. See you next week. And this was good, like interspersed with like Andy just doing random cleaning. It's like, oh, if you didn't know who they want you to root for, it'll it'll be those slow cutaways of him like putting his shoes next to each other while they're like, we're gonna get him. Oh, he's vacuuming a little bit. <laughs> like, That's the thing, though. Like the so circle, great. obviously, they love their cliffhangers. They love like who's going to be visiting who, who's been blocked. Throughout all of that, this is my favorite one. I've never been more hyped for a next episode than I am right now because hopefully, hopefully they're not overselling this for the edit, but it really seems like two Titans are about to go to war and that is going to make some damn good TV. Uh-huh. Well, but here's, here's the problem. Though. Is Andy even a Titan anymore? Has this battle already been won by Manrico? Where does Andy go from here? How does he, how does he get, how does he survive? There has to yes, be a twist, Saeed. right? It's got to be a twist. If he if he gets saved, it's got to be a twist that saves him. If because- he gets saved, it's an instant blocking, right? I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest one. He because like right now, if any of Pippa, um, Femi, Manrika, Felix question mark if any of them four win it, he's gone. Like I don't see a world where he's not gone. You no, know, I don't think Felix has been turned against Andy yet. He has it. Yes. That was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. That That's could exactly honestly that could cause problems between Manrique and Felix if Manrique yes. tries to turn Felix against Andy, and 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 uh, and Felix is like, Nah, Andy's pretty chill. What do you mean? He was, he was fun <laughs> in that circle chat. Uh, Manrique is gonna be like, Felix is gonna go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That'd that is fun. exactly what I thought. I was like, if they if if it goes Manrique P- Pippi Pippi. <laughs> 
Peppa and Femi. And if, Peppa, Pippi, like all the names. If, if they grab Felix, if they, the four of them manage to convert Felix, it's a done deal. One of the four of them are, are winning. If Andy can get his claws into Felix long enough so that Felix isn't completely turned by Manrico, which is easy because Felix already recognized that he was being manipulated by Manrica. I, I, I think it, it, it can happen. So just Andy say, goes to Felix, saves Felix. That's where we get our battle. I think, Oh, I'm so excited. I don't yeah. Care. So it'll all come down to where do Felix and dot lie and in dot, all yeah. of this Andy stuff, because they're clearly together. Number one, number one rating all the way through. They made a pact the minute they came in They're together. Uh, Manrika's got the new people riled up, ready to go after Andy. Saeed likes both. So ultimately where do Felix and Nana dot go? And if they hear stuff, will they be able to put it together? Tell Andy, tell Saeed, like, is it good? Cause there's seven of them now and let's talk about this real quick the season finale is on friday we're getting episodes again as of tomorrow so that's a total of about six no um uh, sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday six episodes are we going to see someone new come in probably i wouldn't put it past them i really wouldn't put it not it's not impossible i think we will personally I, we got. Uh, I, we usually get someone new in like the last three episodes, right? Like, uh, right. The dude and his mom showed up last season, and like, oh, uh, yeah. oh the, god, the in the last U.S. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TV TV producers are cruel. They will certainly chuck someone just a lamb to the slaughter. You have literally zero chance of winning, but we need a twist. We need yeah, something like, to happen. I hope they don't, and they don't give us like because if they do, they'll obviously give us a double blocking and, and like yep, the stuff, right? So they'll give us that stuff, which is those are fun fireworks for sure. But right now, I feel like we got a couple dullard episodes that are setting us up for a grand finale, which I think will be a lot of fun and a lot of hills and valleys. So hopefully they don't do that because it will pause the inevitable, and then before it hits, we're gonna get the finale, and it's like, well show's over so i hope they don't give it to us but i can see them if they're introducing anyone that has to happen tomorrow or monday i just don't see it going beyond that i mean last yeah. last season um mm-hmm. in season two uh right they did um they did a what was it a final six uh or was uh, it a final yes. five yes because um, there was james patty and I think it was a final, uh, georgina i think it was a final five uh and then so, oh, yeah, woody, woody and tim and, and Ellie was blocked right yeah. before the final. Ellie yeah. was the last one before mm-hmm. the finale. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so there's there's only seven people right now. So it would have to follow a like another two block people heading into the finale uh, if they were going by that. But I think in the U.S. they did a six. Did they do a six in the U.S.? I don't even remember now. Uh, maybe they didn't. Maybe they did uh, five again. So if it's five US people. Was- <laughs> Uh, if it's five people, then I then yeah, I think it's possible we don't add anyone else. Um, but uh, but they already we're already one episode in. Like it wasn't like somebody just got blocked. We're already an episode past a blocking. So um, oh, okay. yeah, I I would expect at least I would expect at least one more person personally. But we'll see. Yeah, well, they've not brought. They've only brought in people in pairs, right? They brought in Felix and uh, Nana Dot, and then they brought in Femi and Pippa. So, mm-hmm. if we get a immediate two people come in next, then I do think we'll see a double blocking oh, right sure. out the gate for sure. So we'll see. Oh, uh, but it sucks because they'd be immune for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we will. We will definitely be left with like like. 
it is not impossible that the final four ends up being Femi, Pippa, and the two new people. Like, it is not <laughs> impossible yet. Like, we could have been talking up Saeed's game for three weeks only for Saeed to, like, not even touch it. Like, not even come close. So, mm-hmm. that's, that is, again, the inherent flaw with the circle ends up being this, where, like, people that you've had your heart set on and been rooting for from the jump will not be there. And then people who you've not even had the chance to learn their name are going to be in the end. It's very, yeah. I think I would hope that we get like, we get two people, we get maybe the secret influencer blocks one person. Then we get the double blocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would give us us back down to five. Um, As long as we get fireworks, I'm happy. As long as there are some arguments, just some reality TV goodness. I mean, we've already established the circle is the wild, wild west of reality TV. We can't predict what's going to happen. We don't even really know the perfect way to play the game. There isn't really a go-to structure. So, frankly, I'm just going to sit back and watch the mess unfold. (laughs) And I honestly cannot wait to talk about it. We, I feel, I truly feel in my bones, we are on the cusp of something that could be potentially like really exciting, like a really good week of reality TV. And I'm excited. All right. Well, uh, let's hope that it, uh, that it pans out well for us here as we head into the final week of the circle UK season three, we will be back next week, Saturday at 2 PM Eastern to discuss the ending of the show. Um, then, uh, it's not going to be too much further away. Uh, only two weeks from now ish sometime. What is it? The 14th, I think. 11 um, days from now. So yeah, something like 11 days from now, we're going to get the circle us. So, uh, if you want more circle, more circle will be here. Uh, we'll circle back to it. It'll be a mm-hmm. one big circle <laughs> of a circle. And, uh, <laughs> the circle will never end. It's the circle of life. Um, so, uh, <laughs> It'll be very fun. Uh, make sure you come and join us next week. Uh, you can uh, also find plenty of Big Brother coverage going on uh, if you're interested in that. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. I do tons of stuff there. Uh, Rowan, where can people find you? They can find me on all the all the usual horrible social media um, places. But yeah, I mean, honestly, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been a long one. So thank you for listening to our rambles. I truly feel like we are on the cusp of something special. So you're going to want to tune in next week because I I could not think of better people to break down all the madness with. Mm -hmm. All right, Mari, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. Uh, to like the number two, you can also find the Wrestling Rehap Up podcast um, on Twitter at Wrestling Rehap Up. Uh, you can hear me every week on the Wrestling Rehap Up podcast. Me and my host, my co-host uh, Matt Scott, uh, just diving in into the weird, wonderful world of wrestling. Please come and check us out. Even if you watch, if you don't watch, we ch- we try to make it fun for you guys. And um, hopefully, I'll be on some uh, more uh, BB Can coverage and just. Popping up, popping up here and there. All right. And Puya. People can find me on all major social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv. It's Puyaism for all of those platforms. As far as podcasts go, I talked with Rob once again this week about 90 Day Fiance. We're about to, I believe the finale is this upcoming week. So we'll be talking and wrapping up season eight of 90 Day Fiance. Definitely check that out. And then um, I got back together with Liana once again, and we continued our coverage of season five of The Masked Singer. Again, 
for, for, for it's been a fun it's been a fun season the last reveal had me having feelings we definitely talked about it on the podcast so definitely check that out um and as far as um quick psa for those of you who are watching the circle uk definitely go onto the circles twitter page and look at the reveal room stuff mm. where they mm. the the blocked people react to everyone in the house and see oh. who the catfishes are there's been tally was tally the was best great. video for me yeah. she was easily. phenomenal tally was easily the best Dang, wasn't she? i gotta watch yeah yeah and like then vithin and Gemma also had their takes so definitely check those out they are worth your time and uh, of course uh taryn happy birthday once again thank you thank you all right oh. thank you guys so much for joining us this week we will see all of you next time Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.